This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Follow the KVJ Show on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, or watch the show on YouTube weekdays. The KVJ Show Podcast, powered by Greenway Kia of West Palm Beach. It's time to wake up and let the weirdness begin. It's the KVJ Show. To start your morning. Kevin <laughs> is the host. And his skin pigment is whiter than Casper the Ghost. Virginia. <laughs> Sounds like this. Nickname Vicious B. So don't get her pissed. This is Jason. Talks like a spaz. And he loves to talk about Bigfoot and stats. <laughs> so get ready. Here we go. You're listening to 97.9 with the KVJ Show. All right. Here we go. Welcome to your Tuesday. Day. It is the KVJ show. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. What is going on? Ah, we are just getting it. You are getting it. What are you getting? Well, I made Jaybird one of my little famous Kahlua treats this morning. Oh, you did? Okay. Having a little coffee and Kahlua. All right. I mean, hey, it's Tuesday, right? <laughs> Jaybird said, Ugh, if you can't beat him, join him. And he's sw- joining me in Kahlua. Well, I, I don't know what Kahlua is. Everyone always talks about Kahlua. And I remember mm. I was at a party one time, and I I thought I was drinking something alcoholic, and everyone started laughing at me. Okay. And it was just the, I guess, the, the mixer of the drink. There's a like a Kahlua, and there's a thing you add to stuff that's not alcoholic, but it tastes good. And I forget, and I was drinking that at a party, and I thought it was alcohol, and everyone was, that's not alcohol, oh my gosh. So okay. I get confused. Mm. I thought Kahlua was a just an add-in or something, but mm. I guess it's alcohol. Oh, yeah, yeah the Kahlua oh, yeah. is the alcohol. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. That's Welcome why, to it. That's why it makes you smile after you have a cup. That is really strong. I don't know if I can drink that. <laughs> <laughs> now Come you on. know what she does every day to get ready. Ooh, it smells like medicine. Put on your panties, big girl panties, and let's go. It's mama's medicine. <laughs> it, I don't know. I don't know if I'm that big, mama. <laughs> <laughs> all right. How many of you have clue in your coffee today? <laughs> uh, you can see all the fun and the big smiles on KBJ TV. Just go to YouTube. Look for the KBJ Show or dot up at KBJ. Show.tv. What are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? What's on your mind? Are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? What's on your mind today, Jay Bird? Well, how are you guys doing on any New Year's resolutions? I know you said you're not big on New Year's resolutions, Kev. But you did say that you were trying to work on a few things. How's that going? Terrible. Really? Yeah. What I, was the number one thing? I was going to start doing 100 push-ups every single day. And I had even put it into my calendar. And the problem was is uh, now that I pick my son up in the afternoon, it eats two hours of my day every oh. day. And so something had to go. So that was your son. Uh, yeah, it was either my workouts or my son. Had We've to asked do. him to move out. Yeah. Do you want them guns or do you want that son? What, yeah, what guns or son? <laughs> One of the two. Couldn't have both. So you know that was tough for me because I'd uh, worked out pretty much daily for a very long time. So to give that up was uh, rough. So I said, you know what? I can probably squeeze a hundred push-ups into my day. I was wrong. I don't have time. So have I just you, it doesn't work. Have you done any? I mean, I do, like, yesterday I was helping in with basketball, um, and so I dropped in uh, in the midst of doing all that, did 60. 
Uh, but yeah, I, I told myself if I don't do 100 a day, I'm going to have to owe myself an extra 100 at the end of the week. Honestly, right now, I'd be owing myself an extra 700 push ups at the end of the week. Damn. When yeah. you get stressed out and yeah. let's say you're running late with your day or whatever, this happens, that happens, yeah. and you haven't done your push ups, does mm-hmm. sometimes the stress win and say, you're not doing push ups today? Uh, well, that's it. Yeah, there's just there's just no way. I, and it's, it's good intentions. And I look at a day like yesterday where I got in the 60 and there's just, there wasn't a minute, a second to give i know it sounds like come on you can't work in 100 i couldn't work in 100 push-ups that's a lot for a lot of people dude i don't know what you're talking about i know some meathead will text in and go that's not a lot bro but for most people i was gonna do them in five breakdowns of 20 so just hey if you got a second uh drop and do it but i was uh, there was a skip in my step every second of every minute yesterday and so there just wasn't time and yeah it's frustrating because i make one simple easy resolution you would think and i'm failing miserably i wonder if the resolution i think it puts too much pressure on everybody and i think you got to go mm-hmm. light resolution saying <laughs> i am going mm-hmm. to for example my thing was i really wanted to again quit soda and i've been trying to wean myself off and in the beginning of the year we're at january 10th so the yeah. first five or six days i was doing pretty good I was I was weaning myself off, only having one, maybe two at the most a day, mm-hmm. which is good for me. My brother has been staying with me, and he is a soda just fiend. So it's, yeah. oh, it's there's so much soda right. at my house. So when I do get a little stressed out or a little, I don't know, just tired, and I, I should be doing yeah. something else, I it's go. It's a moment of weakness. It's a moment of weakness, and it's right there. Yeah. And I go, you know what? I got that tumbler. That tumbler's looking real sexy. I got that crushed ice. That's sexy. Let me let me have a soda right now, and I yeah. break. And I noticed the last two or three days, I'm breaking more than I was at the beginning of the year. Yeah. And I want to refocus. Yeah, they say by the third week, a majority of people give up their resolutions. I so, think I'm there almost. Yeah, by the time you're 21 days in, most people, a majority of people have given them up. And look, if you can do just something incrementally better for your life and try to stick with it and make it very easy to attain, then you're building a positive habit. That's what I think the 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 pressure of the the whole, oh my gosh, I got to make changes and I'm going to do it all, all in this month. I don't think it's attainable for for most people. No, and you got to accept what it is. I'm not doing 100 push-ups a day like the goal I set for myself, and I'm realizing that that is probably not going to be realistic, even as easy as that sounds. I don't have time to squeeze that into weekdays. So um, I'm going to have to probably do some more on the weekends where I have a little bit more time and just kind of readjust. But at least yesterday I did 60, even if I didn't get 100 in. But don't you sit in the car line? What you should do is put it I in. Don't. Oh, I don't. I zip right in. Oh. Now I, I rearrange my time because I, I'm like, I don't have time to sit in a car line. So <laughs> I pick them up now at a time where I zip in and zip I out. I know what you do. You're, you're smart. Instead of sitting mm. there for 20 minutes, yeah. you roll right in a little bit later than everybody else. We do. Yeah, yeah that's that's. that's when the Rolsons come rolling in on two wheels. But that would have been awesome if you put it in park in the car line and got your push-ups in then, like got out of the car and just did them by the Don't car. Don't try that in Boca. <laughs> they would be laying on the horn if you're a second, if you're three feet off of somebody else's bumper, they will let you know about it. I'm just struggling so hard right now giving up ginger ale. I want a ginger ale run during the break, and it's, mm-hmm. it's hard to break. Ginger ale's not, not that good for you. No, it's not. My, and my problem food-wise right now is, and I, that's why my house has no food or anything bad in it that I wouldn't consume. Consume. My mother-in-law keeps buying chips and salsa. 
we have, I think, 12 bags right now. I'm like, well, I don't know why any family of our size would need 12 bags of chips. And we have about 20 jars of salsa. And so, wow. yeah, so that's my problem. <laughs> like on a Friday night where you're you're tired, Weakness. you're worn down, you're like, you know what? I, I, I deserve this. I work my butt off. Then I go crazy. And for me, I eat almost a whole jar of salsa and a whole bag of chips when yeah. I do it. And, and so that's that's the big problem. And that's my issue. I don't bring it into my house. It's brought into my house. And that's the thing, too. Let's say it's the weekend. You have a few adult beverages. Then you start making even bigger mistakes. I'm not hooking up with random people making mistakes that way. I'm hooking up with food. Yeah. I'm, 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 right. I'm, I'm delving into that world. Oh, yeah. a couple of drinks. I'll have that third slice of Sicilian pizza. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> what happens, man. It, they say typically we consume a majority of our calories on the weekend. Because you'll feel you need a reward, you'll be worn out, you may have some alcoholic uh, beverages, and then your inhibitions are completely destroyed, and you have that moment of weakness, and you give in, and then, man, once it hits your lips, it's so good. I just always wonder, would it be easier to be my dad, and unlike my mom, my mom lived for food. That's I mean, she loved food so much, and my dad, my dad, he, he, he lives to just... He eats just to live. You see what I'm saying? Right. And it, it's complete, complete opposite. I'm so my mother's kid when it comes to that. I love food so much to the point mm-hmm. where I might love it too much. It's, a, it's I You love can't it. change who you are. That's the thing. You have to realize that if your mother loved food and now she passed that down to you and you love food... You are that. But would it be easier if I was my father, who doesn't really think, sure does it think he doesn't think? But then there's there's less passion with he has no passion with food, but he has passion for tennis. He does. He, he does. He has passion in other places. You can't change who you are. I think you just need to be careful with portions my, and late night eating. My mom loved meatballs. My dad loved tennis balls. It was a weird place to be in. <laughs> yeah. And they both were passionate about both of those worlds. My dad was, my dad's an athletic person. My mom hated exercise, loved food. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not alone if you're struggling. That's why I think a lot of people, I, I don't typically do too much in the world of resolutions because I realize it's unrealistic. And look, if you're in May and you realize you need to change something in your life, just change it. Change exactly. it then and there. If you're yeah. if you're an alcoholic and you're yelling at your kids, you can't wait till January one. You got to make the changes. Make the now. change now. You gotta and change. maybe don't bite off more than you can chew. Be sparing with your big declarations. Yes. You know, don't 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 try to make it a whole iceberg. Just have a few right. ice cubes because it's going to turn into the Titanic and you will drown. Yes. <laughs> All right, what's on your mind today, Virginia? Well, remember uh, last year, I found that Kim Kardashian drug that she was doing, that semaglutide. I don't remember you talking about that. (laughs) She, uh, all the Kardashians do it, and that's how we found out about it. And so then, like, everybody started talking about it. I talked about it on the radio. And when I went to refill my prescription in December, it was out. There was no medication to right. get. Mm-hmm. And I went like four weeks without it. And I could tell, man, those food cravings came back. I was like sure. ravenous again. And then, you know, yesterday I finally got it. So I took my shot yesterday okay. uh-huh. and now I'm trying to get it back under control again. But it's just so weird how the supply and demand changed so much 
by a Kardashian. It's just weird. Yeah, they really are looking at some of the power of these influencers. I saw there was a restaurant that had uh, no guests there, and some influencer posted about this restaurant, and now all of a sudden they can't even keep up with the demand. So, yeah, people do. People are so easily influenced, and they're just looking for someone to point them in the direction of what to do, what to take. And, hey, if it works for you, it uh, saves me from having to do the homework, and I'm jumping on it. And, yeah, it's kind of causing a big issue. But I will tell you, I, I don't think it's just hype when it comes to a lot of those diabetic drugs that are now being used for dieting. They recognize just how powerful they are, and hopefully some changes will be made where they will start producing them at a high enough level, and they can also knock the cost down for it. You know, the number one cause of death in America still is obesity. It's an obesity-related illnesses that we wind up having. And they had had something. There's three different drugs that are on the market. They're diabetic drugs that they're using right now. And they have different names, whether you use them for diabetes or for weight loss, depending upon what you take. The semaglutide that uh, you have. It's, it's Ozempic. Yeah, Ozempic if you use it for diabetes. And when it's marketed for weight loss and uh, sold at a higher dose, it's Wagovi. I guess, is a different name that it has for it. So it's basically got three different names, depending upon how much you're giving to it. Okay. And right now, Medicare doesn't cover the cost of these anti-obesity drugs that, depending upon how you use them, really has been effective. They did have a Treat and Reduce Obesity Act of 2021 that would have allowed the federal government to expand Medicare coverage to include anti-obesity medications. And they had 154 bipartisan co-sponsors, but they didn't get a vote in the House before the term ended. So hopefully they'll revisit that because it really is. I know that a lot of people get upset because they feel like the drugs are being taken off the market for diabetics. So they need to produce more and then they need to reduce the cost so that anyone can get this if they are overweight and we can start knocking down the obesity levels in America, we would curb a lot of other diseases going on. So it's something that should be a mass-produced drug that anyone can get their hands on. I agree. There shouldn't be a situation where people were texting me and messaging me back in December saying, yeah, because of Kim Kardashian, now I'm truly diabetic and I can't get my Ozampic because so many people like you are using it for weight loss. And I was like, I'm sorry. I don't want to be part of that problem because that makes me feel bad. Yeah, and that, that's the part that you know isn't cool with it. But there is a solution that is there. Make more. If they make more and they can knock the cost down so anyone can get their hands on this and afford it, then why wouldn't everybody root for people to be able to take this? Are we the fattest country on the planet? Is America one of the fattest? One of the fattest. I don't think we are the fattest. Who's the fattest? Yeah, who's got the... Who eats worse than Americans? I feel like we're the fattest. I feel like nobody <laughs> eats worse than Americans. I think I've seen the list before. I don't remember it uh, verbatim off the top of my head, but... I, it might have been an old list. I feel like we're the champs right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you'd be surprised. I hear um, you. I hear you. You're right. There's a lot I don't know out there. Yeah. So <laughs> I just feel like we eat a lot here. We do eat uh, a lot. They have the 10 most obese countries, Palau... The Marshall Islands, Tuva, Tuvalu, Tonga, Samoa. So it's a lot of these Samoan nations. Okay. And if you've seen Samoans, they typically in, in body size are larger. Is that because of diet? I don't know. I don't know how much. I don't know ex- specifically what their diet genetics is. Genetics, too. And genetics, yeah. yeah. I was going to ask you a, f- a few more questions about something you don't know, Karen. Yeah, I'm trying <laughs> to on the fly do a lot of research. Real quick. I, sorry, sometimes I just think out loud. I, I know the answers are hard. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, in fact, I don't even see the U.S. in the top ten. Wow. Yeah, for the most uh, obese nations. Everyone's always bagging on us about being overweight and how unhealthy we are. Uh, don't get it wrong. We are very fat. Okay. But we are not uh, Not the fattest, one. baby. Wow. I'm kind of <laughs> surprised we're not in the top ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, what I got on my mind here today, man, oh man, that was a tough game to watch last night in the college football national championship, unless you were a Georgia Bulldog fan, then I guess that you thoroughly enjoyed it. It was not much of a contest at all, if you uh, tuned into it. I uh, went to bed because I knew it wasn't going to be much of a game, but I didn't know it was going to be that bad. 65-7 to was your final score. Ouch. Georgia routed TCU. That was their second consecutive national title. Did you care? Did you give a crap who won? I did, uh, in, in a sense. Uh, I mean, a little bit. Uh, after you know Georgia beat my high state Buckeyes in that crushing fashion, uh, it was just tough. Because you're like, man. Well, that was the national championship. It was, yeah. So I think a lot everybody of said that. that. Yeah. yeah so. If you watched it on New Year's Eve, mm. as the ball was dropping, the kick was kicking. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah, it was. That was your national championship, yeah. folks. Georgia beat Ohio State by one uh, after they missed a last second kick and then uh, went on to just uh, blow the doors off TCU. So, congratulations to Maddie, one of our KBJ Nationers, and all of our other Georgia Bulldog fans. They say no team has ever scored more points in a national championship game. So. Wow. In dominant fashion. They left absolutely no doubt last night. The uh, other thing, though, is a lot of big football fans already looking ahead to next year. I know there's a lot of enthusiasm. Pretty much all the Florida teams are looking very good for next year. Florida State, they think, might step into the realm of the elite and be a top-five team next year. Okay. So they're looking good. The Gators seem to be improving a little bit. The Canes have one of the top recruiting classes in the entire country. And FAU, them fight now. Woo-hoo! They got a brand new coach. Guy's name is Tom Herman, and uh, I like this dude because he won a high state a national championship when he was their offensive coordinator. Paging Mr. Herman, Mr. Herman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> An old Pee Wee reference. Did you throw that in the interview? I did not. No, mm. I did not. I don't know if you get it or not, or if he's used to hearing that. See, that's the kind of good content you would get if me and Jay Bird were allowed to interview these it, sports guys. It's good that he didn't have us in this interview. <laughs> Paging Mr. Herman. Wait, do you like, what? Do you what? Like <laughs> so people at FAU are very excited. They had had Lane Kiffin in here about four years ago, and they were having 11-2 seasons, and then they dropped back the last three. But now Tom Herman is a guy that uh, brings championships and can beat the best of the best in college football. And I got to talk to him a bit and uh, ask him a little bit about what you expect out of the FAU Fighting Owls next year. Well, certainly improvement. You know, I, I don't think, you know, going five and seven is the standard that, that we want to bear here at, at Florida Atlantic. And, um, you know, the first objective is to to make a bowl game because I, I do believe in the bowl system. I think it's great for the student athlete and it also allows us the extra time for development of those players uh, and then you know win the conference I don't I don't think I, I don't think we're gonna ever shy away from talking about championships that's not that's not how we're built that's not um, you know it's it's not in our DNA and I, I, I do realize the schedule is tough but uh, our plan is to be tougher 
There you go. So he thinks butt kicking is on the way for the FAU Owls. Did you let him know that technically I do have one year left of eligibility? Oh, and that'd be the, amazing. We want to do a Rudy situation. We can suit you up. Just for one play. We'll yeah. do like a Rudy. I'd like to see we, it. We get the crowd. Jay Bird. Jay Bird. Oh, yeah, Bird. no doubt. Jay, I get one sack. Let's do it. I would love. Come on. Suit, suit me up, Coach. I'm okay. ready to play. My next interview <laughs> with Coach Herman. I'd have to I'd have to get in school. Like, that would be awful. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you want to find out about uh, recruiting, uh, the transfer portal, NIL, all those college football terms, if you know the sport, you know that. You can hear what he had to say. It is up at kbjshow.com. You can see the full interview I did with Coach Tom Herman. Coming up here in a couple of minutes on the KBJ Show, Jaybird and Denny's had yet another run-in with a dangerous animal. Their dangerous animal encounters continue. Yesterday we heard about uh, Denny's with and a the raccoon. the raccoon, yes. Yeah. Y'all, it's lawless out there. Yeah, so. Now, what, who is he fighting? Yes. I'll let <laughs> you know. Another dangerous animal encounter we'll talk about next. KVJ. Yesterday we heard about Denny's facing off against a crazy old coon. Don't know if it was a rabid raccoon or what was going on, but the thing was. Clawing right through his uh, back door there, the whoa <laughs> screen that you had there. Don't let a raccoon uh, claw at your back door. <laughs> it could be very painful. Yeah. He had to fight it off with a giant tree branch that he ripped from a tree. It's the same tactic I used to scare off snakes. <laughs> I would love if Denny's had his own nature show. It'd be great. Can you imagine how amazing that would be to watch? I'll tell you what, when me and this guy get together, we are always running into some kind of a nature debacle, some mm-hmm. kind of calamity of sorts. Yeah, I know you like to film animals getting it on. And by nature, they mean green stuff. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, we always, whether it's lizards humping or... Yeah. Raccoons trying to... He does animal porn. (laughs) (laughs) He's been using the secret. Whatever. I've been in a room with a lot of people watching the lizards get at it, and they're all just as amazed as I am. Love it, huh? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Snack Pack loves lizard porn. (laughs) Do reverse lizard. (laughs) So the latest dangerous animal encounter you had was apparently you two were checking out some otters frolicking in the water. Yeah, yes. we took a little walk together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of local fauna around the lake there. Those otters that you're talking about that are in the lake behind your house sound so adorable. They sound adorable until you actually go up to them and <laughs> look at them and hear them, and they are the opposite of adorable. I would say horrifying. I think they're pretty territorial. They are oh. not mean. I'm sorry, they are not nice. They're very, they hiss. Really? We stumbled upon the most horrific otter fight. <laughs> then they otter on otter, otter on otter. <laughs> they look at they're hissing at us. Uh-huh. They wanted a piece of Denny's and me. So one of the otters caught a fish and then jumped on a tube, and then the other otters saw it and lost their minds. They started fighting over this fish. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, feet from us. <laughs> we filmed some of it. We we got the main otter fight on camera. Very okay. very thankful for because we were film we were filming. I was filming ducks. Welcome to the Thunderdome. Oh, I was filming some ducks. I already had the video going, and then we're walking up and we're going, "Oh crap! There's some otters over here." I'm so it's an otter cage match. I, I just was so tickled pink. Yeah, I, I, like you know, we were saying we, we love nature. Right, and then this otter fight stopped. We recorded the fight. Then we turn off the fight, uh, the turn off the video. The otters are hissing at us. They wanted to fight us. It was crazy. <laughs> they wanted us to get away from their fish. They united with one another to take on you two. 
It was a the civil, dirty hippies. It was an otter civil war, and then they turned their they they unified, and then they wanted to fight the dirty hippies. Because I think they thought we were a threat to their food. Oh yeah. So they they joined together, and then they just started hissing at I us. I bet Burr would hiss at people try to take his food. <laughs> yeah. That's a bit we did. Yes. You yeah. just go out in public and hiss at people. Yeah. <laughs> Times have changed though. It's kind of you tough can't to do, do that it one. as much I anymore. Want to still do it. <laughs> you kind of have to know the people. <laughs> But they think you're imbalanced. The video of the audio you're about to hear mm. is double double layered because mm. we are distracted by an otter fight, and then we realize we are in the midst of death. Oh, wow. So it turns from one amazing animal encounter to sheer terror. Yes. Okay, you can hear it in their voices here. Me and Denny's found some otters, and it's pretty amazing. Don't call me the otter. Don't call me Oh, my God. Wow. They're fighting over. Oh my gosh, you can see. Yo, there's some meat here. Wow. Are they showing off with the camera? No, I don't know what they're eating. That's a big ass <laughs> That freaks me out oh, a little bit. That's a fish. They caught a fish. Wow, I didn't know otters were Denny's. Wow. Double rainbow across the sky. <laughs> I was amazed, dog. Well, I mean, we're out Na- looking at yeah. nature. Nature, man. It's, it's a beautiful thing. Oh, man. <laughs> Look at the otters, man. I'm wow. sorry. Even if I was five, I'd be sounding like that. Is that the voice of a man who's just amazed by nature, you think, Virginia? Sounds a little high. <laughs> a little. Wow. Man. Whoa. That was some nature. Whoa, daddy's. Coconuts kill dogs. Oh my gosh, Denny's, we are just... Never walk under a coconut, man. It can kill you. Oh my gosh. (laughs) We were standing right under a coconut tree. Just just amazed by everything, isn't he? Wow, man, coconuts. Wow, otters. Denny's got a good point, though. That's how a lot of people die. That's how you die. You're not paying attention. Coconut falls right on your head and kills you. They do. They take out uh, hundreds every year. Otters are so cute looking, but holy crud balls, man. Behind that curtain, they are just a vicious... They what? throw down. They throw down. And they love fish. They're they're quick and frisky. They are. Yeah. But if you had a passive otter, oh, I would just love to kiss that snout. But I don't know if they exist. They're mm-hmm. super cute. But yeah, they bare teeth when you get close to them. Dang. Yeah. One text says that uh, their mouths are very similar to an alligator. Oh. Dang. How about that? <laughs> Somebody else said that uh, otters can carry rabies, so be careful. Oh, jeez. Kind of remind me of an ex-girlfriend. Cute, but just very vicious. It'd be so fun to like tie a string to Jay Bird's shoe with some fish on it and send him over by the otters. And run. <laughs> they would they would I think they, they would, would chase. I Can think you outrun come, an otter? No. They're yeah. so fast, <laughs> land and sea. When it comes to running, yeah. I'm not at my prime. Okay. <laughs> and the otter is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, those otters. Those otters look like they were at a cocaine party. <laughs> they sound a little amped. They were amped. Jackie uh, texted in. She said, I know a woman who raised otters. They're Cuba. They will rip your face off. Damn. Oh, so even if they become all domesticated, they're going to they're gonna still be a jerk to you. They might be, yeah. I mean, they will quickly, in a second, you throw a fish into the game, they will lose their allegiance to you. Are there a lot of reports of otter on human crime? <laughs> Don't know about that, like yeah. Like larceny? 
I gotta Google. Do we it. have those numbers oh, anywhere? Yeah. I'm gonna try to crunch those numbers for you. I don't know how I'll many give... otter attacks we have. How many people have been attacked by an otter and live to tell? I know the neighborhoods don't like them. They try to they try to discourage them from hanging out because I think they eat everything in the. Well, lake. remember when you were feeding them and you got, got in fined. trouble? Yeah. He oh, didn't okay. know. He was just in his backyard. He's like, oh, here, otter, and he gave like the otter a sandwich. His HOA saw him S- and find oh, him. Somebody narked on me. Damn. So, listen to this stat. Only 44 cases of otter attacks have been published worldwide since 1875. <laughs> really? So they're just all bark and no bite, man. Yeah, they're and definitely bark. 1800s? What? <laughs> wow. Maybe you're too ashamed if you've been attacked by an otter to report it. But then there's a st- story, river otter uh, bite, 52-year-old woman. There was an otter attack, 52-year-old woman. Only 44, though, since 1875. That's kind of uh, an awesome stat. I feel like it's a low stat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that can't be right. I feel like people don't report their otter attacks. Yeah, you're embarrassed. <laughs> and I got worked over by an otter. <laughs> otter or beaver, you don't report. It's yeah, like, you just got to let that go. I got go. attacked by a kitten. Yeah. <laughs> That's tough. My KVJ show. You want to know why America is so obese? We're eating cake by the ocean. We can't even go to the damn beach without eating cake. <laughs> That's what's wrong with us. Somebody did the work for us. We were asking earlier, is the U.S. of A. the most obese nation on planet Earth? We rank number 12 in obesity, but somebody said, don't get it twisted. We are the fattest industrialized nation, America. So Okay. Yeah. So breaking that down, I know we were talking about struggling with uh, New Year's resolutions to make our bodies better. We're not alone. A lot of people are already falling off of the... Resolution wagon. I think so. I made five for myself, and I'm 0 for 5. 0 for 5. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I made one because I knew I wouldn't succeed, and I failed at number one. So. Oh. Yeah, that's it. Hey, you know. I guess that's just it. We're all in it together. We're all losers with each other. You know, there's so much stuff going on here in Florida. We get the thing of Florida... We get all the hate from the rest of the country. We got the dumbest, weirdest, craziest people in the U.S. of A. Part of it's true. Part of it is not. And there is actually an explanation as to why. Breaking it down, why is Florida the weirdest state in the country? Four reasons. And it does make sense. One is the population. Think about it. The majority of Floridians were not born in the state of Florida. I think it's 20. I remember the stat used to be 25% of Floridians are actually from the state. That's it. 75% of us were born and raised somewhere else. That feels right. So you've got a lot of people coming from the rest of the country and the rest of the world. And it breaks down between old people, immigrants, the very religious, carpetbaggers, and nouveau riche from the rest of the country, rednecks, tourists. you got it all, all in one place. There's about 19 million residents, and it's the fourth most populous state in the entire country. And when you got that many people here in one state, with all the cultural and ethnical diverse people that we got here driving on the same roads and living in the same towns, we're going to be weird. So that makes sense. What other state in the entire country has the kind of interesting ethnic makeup that we do? Nobody. The second thing that makes Florida the weirdest state in the country is the laws. Our government's created what could kindly be called a lax regulatory environment. We got loose bankruptcy laws, loose gun laws, laws that prevent the seizure of a house for payment of debts, no system to monitor the distribution of prescription drugs, and we collect no state income tax. 
So plenty of people come to Florida looking for simply a better life or better weather, but they also come in here looking for reasons and ways to be squirrely, and we give them that opportunity. It is weird how everyone says we are the weirdest. I mean, it's, it's pretty much slam dunk. Mm-hmm. Florida is the weirdest place in the United States. Everyone makes fun of us. Arguably it could be, and there are other weird states, but the other thing that does us in is the media. I mentioned Florida. D-U-H at the end. That actually is a tab on FARC, which deals with weird, bizarre stories. We are the only state that has its own tab. So anything that says Florida man, Florida, it already gets a precedence and it's put at the top of the page. So you see more stories coming out of the state of Florida than anywhere else. But are they doing all the same kind of weird stuff in an Arkansas or in a Maine? I feel like they Florida, are. I feel like Florida just does get weirder out here. I think we are the same weird as other states, but with the amount of people we have, you have a higher percentage of people doing something in Florida. So you personally believe everyone's just weird everywhere, we just get the coverage? I think we're more weird, typically, and the reasons why I've been mentioning about the breakdown, it does lend to a recipe of weirdness. And arguably, we could be the weirdest state, but there are reasons why we have that perception and we wear that crown. So, you know, there are a lot of weird things, trust me. The place where I grew up, that little ass town, if they had 19 million people, would be crushing Florida in weird stories. Per yeah, capita, they have I a wonder. lot more. If you really did the deep diving, is Florida really that weird, or is everyone just that Logan, weird? Logan, Ohio has more weird stories <laughs> per capita than the entire state of Florida. But Pretty they weird. just don't have as many people as we do. And they don't have any media. Yeah. Oh. We've got a newspaper that comes out as the size of a leaflet once a month. So, yeah, we just don't get the kind of attention. And you know how it is. Like you're saying, once something gets in that the media and there's a perception of it, kind of like the, the, the Richard Gere story. Yeah. You can't think of Richard Gere without knowing that, you know, the gerbil story. Same thing with Florida. They've heard so many jokes about it. Mm-hmm. It's automatically, it's kind of, oh, Florida, Florida. Yeah. And just the land itself. I mean, look, we look like a, a dangling dong, don't we, on we the do. end of America? <laughs> We're very dong-like. I mean, just right alone, that tells you, what's going on there? Bunch of penis heads. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we got warm weather, humidity <laughs> makes you squirrely, hurricanes that keep you on edge, plus we got swamps, we've got alligators, snakes, panthers, bobcats, fire ants, armadillos, spiders, cockroaches, so big that they could double as commuter airplanes. And those are just the animals that belong in Florida. Yeah. What about the list of animals people keep bringing over Invasive here? Invasive species. Yeah, so we got all that kind of stuff. So if you stir this all up in a dangling dong on the end of the U.S., you can see why Florida's so dang weird. And plus, we got a lot of transient people going in and out. And I feel like when you got something that's just kind of in and out, you're going to get a weird element. It just, it is. You're, you're able to, people are always trying to get out of the country from yeah. here, it, it, trying to get in. You've got people coming from different states. Right. You a lot. And as we're located, if you shake up America... All the weird people just kind of fall to the bottom. <laughs> You're right. I mean, trust me, the further south you go, the weirder it gets. Hello, Key West. I'm talking to you. So there you go. If you didn't understand why Florida's so weird, that breaks it down for you. Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. I love eating better. And with Factor, you can do it. Every single fresh, never frozen meal is chef curated, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every single week, including calorie smart options, protein plus, also keto. And there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day. Courtesy of Factor. What are you waiting for? Call today 
today and get after those goals. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save today. They've done the math for us. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved and it's nutritious and they're delicious. So do what I did. Head to factormeals.com slash KVJ50 and use code KVJ50 to get 50% off. That's code KVJ50 at factormeals.com. I love eating better, and with Factor, you can do it. Every single fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-curated, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every single week, including calorie-smart options, Protein Plus, also keto, and there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day, courtesy of Factor. What are you waiting for? Call today and get after those goals. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save today. They've done the math for us. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved and it's nutritious and they're delicious. So do what I did. Head to factormeals.com slash KVJ50 and use code KVJ50 to get 50% off. That's code KVJ50 at factormeals.com It's the KVJ Dirt of the day It's the KVJ Dirt of the day Virginia Take it away Cause you know we need that Dirt of the day Remember back in 2012 when Kim Kardashian was on the red carpet? She was doing a whole thing for keeping up with the Kardashians and she was releasing her new perfume And she had this long, dark black hair at the time, and she was flower-bombed. And we were like, oh, my gosh, who would do such a thing? Well, it turns out it was an inside job. This coming from a PR person who used to work with her back in 2005. Ooh, this is juicy. Okay. The PR person says that, yeah, Kim was in on it. She was willing to get flower bombed. She knew it was going to happen. And she got flower bombed right there on the red carpet. And we were like, oh, my gosh. Everybody blamed PETA, but it was actually an inside job. I mean, I don't want to speak for Kevin, but I'm equally probably as shocked as Kevin that this was all a setup and she didn't keep it real. I know. <laughs> I'm just so, fake things for attention. I'm just so shocked, Kevin. I can't. What, what a story. Yeah. <laughs> Stunning. I just love it when the inside people confess, because then you get like, okay, here it is in black and white. Okay, that's a that's a that's a real scoopage to me. But what do I know? I guess Jay Bird hates it, so let me move on. No, but I, I was gonna sit here and take it too. I can't express my opinions. I like it when somebody on the inside blows the cover off of stuff, and we can see behind the curtain. I'm not ripping on them. I'm ripping on Kim Kardashian and that. Well, I am too. Everything they yeah, I'm not I'm not coming down on you. I'm saying that this is interesting and I like when people tell the beans, tell the dirt, give us the scoop. Uh Chris Harrison is talking about the scoop about his whole mental stability. Uh I guess this really has been a rough road for him to get back to where he can talk about it. He says, "Look, I was the face of racism and I was canceled for doing something that I never 
wanted to be. I never wanted to be polarizing. I certainly never wanted to be a racist. But this did give me a chance to step back and get my life back. And now, after all of the dust has settled from the Bachelor stuff, he says he is a happier and physically better person than he was back then. Well, you're probably mentally better. I it's it's a great gig to have, but you're in it for so long. That's a that's a fast paced life, and that's all you're gonna be doing. It's all he had. Your life's going on fast so much, and then it just stops. You're probably going, oh my gosh. He talks about how people had death threats. People wanted to come for him, and he was like, I didn't really understand what was going on. What did, I, I don't even. What did he do? I think it was when uh, he was being interviewed, and it was an interview that he didn't even want to do by a girl that was either a bachelor or a bachelorette contestant, um, and she was an African-American girl, and he was defending the girl Rachel who was being called terrible because she, back in her college days, had gone to an antebellum-themed like event with her sorority and I guess he was defending her, and people just came after him for defending mm-hmm. her, and it was a whole big, huge thing, and yeah, it, it was a lot, and he he got canceled. I yeah. mean, quickly. It was spun him around, spit him out. And I don't know if the Bachelor franchise really has been able to put it together as far as finding a host since him. They've tried different combinations of putting like two girls together and doing it, and that didn't really work. And then they tried this one and that one, and it's kind of been all over the place since him. I wonder if they regret it. It seems like Jesse Palmer's doing a pretty solid job. Okay, I haven't watched it with him. Yeah, and he's he's a little younger, and he's a former contestant himself. He's a football player. And he's been told, do not make any kind of controversial statements. Yeah, he's Canadian. You know, they're very peaceful. I don't see him doing it, but yeah, it seems like he's settled right in and he's kind of taking it over i hate the bachelor because <laughs> i've live tweeted it for four weeks and lost so many twitter followers yeah yeah <laughs> it got you almost canceled on twitter it got me canceled for different reasons <laughs> yeah and finally here dr dre just sent a cease and desist order to representative marjorie taylor green i guess she was using his music in videos and promoting her agenda and he said look i have never allowed my my music to be used in anybody's political agenda but he said especially with your divisive and hateful agenda please stop uh, that's what they have on that show veep at one point the, the one of the candidates was using tom petty's i won't back down yeah like, uh tom petty said please stop using his song so they had to use the <laughs> instrumental from a band tom petty said will you please back down <laughs> it's like a marching band version of it <laughs> so they backed down they did they backed down yeah and that's what's going on in your dirt oh Okay, we got uh, some celebrity birthdays today, including Pat Benatar. Hit me with your best shot. What's your favorite Pat Benatar song? Ooh, man, I'm telling you, uh, Shadows of the Night I Love and We Belong. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. She has some jams. She's 70 years old today. Dang. George Foreman, the dude with the grill, turned 74. He's probably rather be known as the boxing legend that he was, though. Look, don't sell that grill short. I love me my Foreman grill. It, a lot of people yeah. did. It, 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 I still use it. I, I Really, it's awesome. I love it. It's kind of amazing that this guy did so much in a boxing ring and was a legend 
as a fighter, and he realistically is going to be much better known as the guy with the grill. Yeah. Well, I gave it to, I bought one for Virginia for Christmas one year, and then she regifted it back to me another year that I, for, I forgot I got it for her. Mm-hmm. It's the best gift I ever got myself. Yeah. I wish I had room for it. I just don't have room on my countertop. It's big. Yeah, only thing I don't like is that little tray underneath with the grease. You got to make sure that thing is underneath the that hole. fat catcher. You got to make sure the holes line up. Okay. Well. A little warning for everybody. And uh, part-time Palm Beacher Rod Stewart is turning 78 years old today. I don't think he punched anybody this New Year's. I don't think he did. Okay. I think he learned his lesson. I mean, aren't you getting a little old to be punching people? You get a front row tickets to a Rod Stewart show or a Pat Benatar show. Which one do you go? Pat Benatar. Okay. Yeah. Pat Benatar, baby. Also got a shout out. Happy fifth birthday to Sweet Sadie. We love you bigger than the sky from mom, dad, Amia, and Miles sending in their shout out, which uh, you can do as well. Send it to mail at kvjshow.com. If you have got a uh, birthday shout out, you can uh, let us know all about it here on the KVJ Show. All righty. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, Chris Harrison, not the only one that's getting called out, spun around, and canceled. The bird himself is in danger of just that. Oh, no. He was censored by YouTube for bullying a fat kid. What? It's KVJ. Hmm. That's a show that really kind of speaks to our culture and weight perceptions people battling with body dysmorphia and all the projections that are put on us by the media by a man in ohio yeah exactly i once was a man in ohio virginia (laughs) well let's cancel you and how happy are you that you're a man in florida i am much happier yes (laughs) very happy to be here but i will tell you jaybird has gotten himself in a little bit of trouble for Uh basically going in on all the things that Jax talks about in that song victoria's secret what did you do? He has been censored by YouTube for bullying a fat kid. <gasps> Jay Bird. Unbelievable. Can you believe that our bird would do that? I'm ashamed. I thought he was all about the body positivity, but apparently not. He stepped in it. Look, I, I, I believe we all should be whatever shape we choose to be. <laughs> Who's this fat kid that you're bullying on YouTube? A kid I never met. Yeah. I look up to. Okay. One fat kid. Kevin. Fat Kevin. <laughs> they got me for bullying Fat Kevin. You can't put any comments on the video. They di- they disabled the comments. Dang. But the more I looked into <laughs> it, not only do they got me for the, the, the fat the fat shaming of a, of a child, they will disable any comments nowadays. If you put up a video with, oh, uh, wow. with children on there, YouTube's kind of gone in and said, we don't want people bullying kids anymore. Do they know oh, wow. that Fat Kev- Kevin is dead? I, I know. Oh, it's, it's called rest they in peace. They might yank it down if they, they're like, wait, the, the fat kid's dead? <laughs> it's even worse. It's called You're rest- shaming a fat child that's dead? Well, the title of the video on YouTube is Rest in Peace Fat Kevin. So they, do. <laughs> <laughs> they think you're fat shaming a dead kid. They think I'm fat shaming a dead fat kid. You are savage. I had a buddy of mine from New York. He texted me. He's like, I thought you had died. I know. So many <laughs> yeah. listeners are go, Bird, 
Seriously, we thought Kevin was dead. Like, no, no, fat Kevin is dead. <laughs> it's doing great on Instagram. It's doing terrible on YouTube. They they buried it in the algorithms. Oh, we didn't oh, even wow. put it on TikTok because TikTok would have canceled us. Well, it's also shot kind of uh, not TikTok friendly. It's shot wide and not the long way. And TikTok is you a have jerk. to shoot wide for fat Kevin. <laughs> oh damn! I continue the fat shaming over here. <laughs> we got that fish eye lens. <laughs> <laughs> then people started getting mad at me. There was about three messages that sent me personally. Go, you shouldn't fat uh, fat shame Kevin. First of all, fat Kevin wasn't even fat. Uh, people were saying Kevin wasn't no. fat as a kid. Like y'all, it's just come a on joke. Now. Yeah, come on now. Fat Kevin is in on it. Yes, Fat Kevin. He was laughing while I was editing the video. Well, the thing was amazing because I went back to Ohio for the holiday break, and my mom was meticulous in putting together these photo albums by year. And I was going through them, just, you know, what a great little uh, jaunt back into the old memory banks. And I was taking photos with my regular camera. Photos of photos. Yeah. And you actually, anymore, you can't really tell the difference too much. I mean, they're, you know, a slight bit off, but hey, it's better than nothing because Jaybird had requested some videos of Fat Kevin and uh, photos. And as I started going through, I realized there are so many photos of me eating cake. <laughs> if you look at the... More than anything I've ever done, if you say sum up this kid's life, it was eating cake. And if you're looking at the <laughs> Fat Kevin video that Jaybird put up there, there's like 10 photos of me eating cake and the other ones are me eating s'mores <laughs> or yeah. uh, Easter candy or drinking soda. I noticed eating too, pizza. when you were real, because there's a few pictures of Kevin in the video when he's really, really, really little and you're not chubby yet. You start to, you can tell you start to get, so I think that that's that some of the pictures people are seeing too, is a little skinny Kevin when he's, I mean, little, we're talking two, three years old. Yeah, there was the- Pre-pubescent. Yeah, that yes. was when I just started to discover my love of chocolate. So if people want to see the video, we can do an experiment to see how bad YouTube's burying it. If you go to KVJ Show and hit the videos, there's an mm -hmm. icon that says videos. Just type in KVJ Show, rest in peace, Fat Kevin, and we'll see how, because right now... <laughs> you have to really hunt for it's, it. It's doing great on Instagram. If you, look at, if you look at YouTube right now, 168 views. We've got, you know... It's almost, buried. Yeah, it's, it's buried. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if we keep an eye on it now that people know about it and are going out to find it, if any of the views will go up. Yeah, the K, just type in the KVJ show, rest in peace, Fat Kevin. And if that doesn't come up right away, you have to go into the KVJ uh, YouTube page and then hit videos and then it will yeah. come up. But they got it buried, man. And you can't make no comments. Mm -hmm. You can't make a comment. No. <laughs> this audio, I should should I play this audio? It goes with the video. It's just a quick song. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's oh, up to you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, let's let's hear what it sounds like so you can get a little snippet of the uh, audio. The video you have to go see on your own.
You know, honestly, if you didn't know any better, you would think this guy is trolling a fat guy. <laughs> I mean, a dead you'd be like, you'd be like, this guy, what a D, man. Gosh, this guy's brutal. I mean, what adult would sit here and go all in on a fat kid? And it's even harder. And passed away. Yeah, yeah. That's what even I, I hope the fat kid's fat parents kid don't dead. see that. People, were, people who don't know our show are so confused. <laughs> this guy is going in on a fat kid that just died. <laughs> and he probably died of diabetes. You Damn. Too like, oh, no. my gosh. Dang. You are savage. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, that's hysterical. <laughs> he shut you down. Controlled on a fat kid. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, uh, go and check out the video. We're going to keep an eye on those numbers. Just see what... Uh, what shadow panning is all about on YouTube? It went up to 219, so some people, okay. some people right. have found it. Okay. You have to look real hard. You got to bury it, yeah. <laughs> the pictures are adorable. Look at that picture of, of Kevin right there. Aww. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that, I think, is my prime fattest. If I had to say maybe the fattest day I ever spent on planet Earth is that photo you're showing right now on KVJ TV. You look like a cabbage patch. I want to hug you. And you know what? Oddly enough, I was opening up a cabbage patch. Really? I looked just like the doll is opening up. Yeah, that was for Christmas. I don't know. I don't even know why I got a cabbage patch. Why would I want a cabbage patch? Who gave you a cabbage patch? I don't know. I think it was Miss Giza Key. She was an old <laughs> widower from down the road. <laughs> Your childhood sounds like a sitcom. It really does. An old lady down the street gave you a cabbage she patch doll? She was a widower, so we'd invite her over so she wouldn't be alone on Christmas, and she would always oh. give me the weirdest gifts. <laughs> Did she think you were a chick? I think she thought that fat little doll looked like me. So oh. <laughs> You'll relate to I it. I think in a way. You'll identify. She, she was passively, aggressively calling me a fat kid. Damn. Like, give me a cabbage patch. She's savage. Yeah, this geese key, man. This geese key. <laughs> Old lady took me out, man. That's crazy. Gosh. All right, well, just to let you know, if you want to uh, get a little bit more money here and start off the year on a positive foot, the Mega Millions jackpot drawing is going down. It's at $1.1 billion It's for tonight. tonight. Yeah. If you go for the cash option, you'll get an estimated $568.7 million. Wow. It would be the third largest Mega Millions jackpot that they have ever had. All right, I think we got to play. I, I never agreed more with you. Okay. I think we got to play. We got to. We got, you're not going to win if we don't play. You're right. And you know how they talk about the lottery curse that uh, people get if you win a huge jackpot? Then they have a gazillion stories. I, I broke it down one time when uh, we had another one of these large jackpots. Probably about 25 stories of how people have won a major lottery jackpot and their life went to hell. Just weird deaths. They got diseases. Their life just fell apart. They did a whole documentary on it. There's that many cases of it. So listen to this. If nobody wins tonight's Mega Millions, do you know when the next chance to win will be? When? Friday the 13th. <laughs> Could you imagine winning a massive lottery jackpot on Friday the 13th? A lottery jackpot that people already believe is cursed, and you win it on Friday the 13th, the most cursed day of the year. Oh, I'm so excited. It's Friday the 13th coming up, too. It this, is, This yeah. is a fun day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got a lot of good stuff there.
So, yeah. I, I just feel like, you know, I feel like if any of us won the lottery, we could do it right. We yes. could be the ones to break the curse. Of course. I know you think Me that. and my buddy over here, Chocolate River, we got plans. I wouldn't move. I know everyone says that's not true. You totally would move. I wouldn't move from my house. I would stay <laughs> where I'm at. I would make it just the best house I could make it. Dinosaur garden. I mean, just galore. And at that point, you couldn't spend all that kind of money if you don't get too crazy. You, you you'd you'd too- have to move. You'd have to move. You'd just for security. Move. Right. I'd get, I'd get a bomb-ass security system. You have a stalker now. Think about how many stalkers you'd have. <laughs> like Everybody knows where you live. <laughs> do. And then they know that you'd have at least $560 million. <laughs> we have at least seven videos Dog, up on Instagram with your address in the video. The security would just be just pristine. It'd be amazing. What are you doing? Building a massive wall around your house? It would be. Ooh, a donut you're right, wall. You're right on the street. I know. I hear you. You don't even have a gate. I just, I just love my area. I love my, I'm so close to Publix. No. We would, in, we would insist on moving you. We have to have some kind of better quality control. I'm not even sure he makes it home after winning the lottery. <laughs> Jason Pennington, easiest man to murder. Oh, my gosh. You've gone so fast, dog. KVJ. A lot of times in a new year, we think about all the improvements we might want to make on ourselves. If you looked in the mirror and you don't like the way your teeth look, you thought maybe I had braces as a teenager, but I need to straighten them again. Well, at Palm Beach Orthodontics, half of Dr. Angela's patients, they are adults, and she offers up clear braces and clear aligners. So you can straighten your teeth and nobody's going to know it. Plus, she accepts most insurances and in-house interest-free financing. Book your free consultation today at palmbeachorthodontics.com. All of these people in my life acting berserk. I'm feeling all pissed off and hurt. I need to know if I am the jerk. Oh, am I the jerk? All right, got a lot of emails here today. People want to know if they're being jerky with their behavior or not. We'll give you a ruling to let you know. This first person wants to know if they're a jerk because they have no interest in helping their daughter raise her baby. In the email, it says, I got pregnant with my daughter when I was 16 years old. When I told my parents, they let me know that I had just made the decision to become an adult. They didn't kick me out of the house, but from that moment, I was no longer a kid to them. My social life died on that day. I never went to proms, and I never hung out with my friends really ever again, that I can really remember at least. I had to get a job. I had to work whenever I wasn't watching my daughter. I was paying for formula and diapers. It was tough, but I still graduated high school, and I even later went on to community college. I was a full-time single mom and a student. I went on to get my master's degree, and I worked hard to make a life for myself and my daughter. But by my early 30s, I started to get that social life back again, and I was fully enjoying myself and making enough money to afford what I wanted to do. Then I was told by my daughter last night that she was dropping out of school and was hoping to move back in with me. She is now 19 years old, and despite all of my years of warning, she herself has gotten pregnant by a man who has no intentions of being a father. I'm proud of my daughter for wanting to keep her child as I did, but I am not ready to go through it all again. I earned my life, and I just started to live it. I told my daughter simply that I would have to think about it, and she was devastated. Look, I had to pay for my choice, and I think she has to pay for hers, too. This is not going to be easy, and I will be here to help a bit, but I'm not ready to be her co-parent and have her living with me and constantly changing diapers and being awakened by a baby in the middle of the night. 
I think she needs to live on her own and keep her job. She also needs to pay for a babysitter. I'll help when I can, but I did not make this choice. She did. I paid for my choice, and I think she needs to pay for hers. Does this make me a jerk? I think I would, and I can only say what I would do. You know, I think I would stop short of babysitting and helping on that level. I would, I would not, you know, want to buy formula and diapers. But I think I would give them a roof to live under. At nineteen, mm-hmm. single mom. Is she is she able to provide a place for her and her new baby to live? I would want to know that they had a roof over their head. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, I think it's fine for you to lay down the law and tell your daughter that she's going to have to take care of every other detail. But I think that just the living at the house, too, is probably the big thing for the mom as well. Not mm-hmm. even helping. I think she'd probably want to help out with some of the, yeah. the diapers and all that because she's able to do that. But then having everyone come in the house, her way of life is going to be, it's going to change. And that's why I think the, that's, that's what I, I do, too. I'm getting that, too, from the way she wrote this email. It sounds like that's. Not what she wants to be rocked with. All those, when, look, when a baby is there in your house, you're going to know you have a baby in your house. And she doesn't want to go back to that. She's enjoying what she's doing. Maybe she's dating. Maybe she has dudes over. All that does change. It, it, oh, it completely definitely. changes. Definitely. I get it. And it, it sucks. But I would be so worried about the kind of living conditions that my daughter and grandchild would have to be in. If they weren't getting some kind of help. And that's the kind of question a lot of people have to ask. And it's really kind of what kind of person you are. Because mm-hmm. I'm with you, Virginia. I'm, I'm more with the if the family needs help, even if I don't agree with their dis- choices or decisions, that's kind of how I would roll with it. But then there's other people going, no, this is your life. These are your choices. And I'm not going to help you. So yeah, the- it, it really just depends on where your heart is. It sounds like her heart is... They're not moving in with me. She don't. She she doesn't want to struggle anymore. She struggled her whole life, and she wants to. She finally yeah. thought when her daughter turned eighteen, she's mm-hmm. like, I, I raised my kid. And right. She, she that's what she thought. Yeah. How, how the game was. Now going. I get to live. But life doesn't care about your plans. <laughs> that's true. It just doesn't. Life does not care. And and you still have a family there. It really. It's all going to depend on what you want to do. I come from a a family that we always try to help each other out. And, you know, there's an, an open door usually. Now, what would be nice is to see the daughter definitely trying to better her situation and show that to the mom if she does move in, mm-hmm. making sure she's doing everything she can do to get out of that situation. And 19 is not the same as 16. You know, your daughter is a little bit older. You know, she still is in a predicament where she should be in school, but she's probably graduated high school. Mm. She's probably, I don't know, in the workforce. She's going to have to continue school and keep working or just keep working. The mom mom has said basically that she did that. She worked. She raised her daughter and she went to school and she made it. And so I believe that she's saying, hey, I did it and I made the choice. You're exactly where I was, but you're a couple years older. So you're going to find out what. Life I lived. I mean, it's tough, too, because every family structure is different, you know? Not yeah. everyone's as close as my, like my family is. We, we, we were very close family. Not everyone's like that. And, and you, don't want, you don't want a situation. I see what Virginia's saying. You don't want the baby to struggle. It's not the baby's fault. And you don't want them to be homeless. Right. But you also don't want to coddle them to a point where they don't learn anything either. It's a delicate balance. 
Mm-hmm. You don't want to be. The, you don't want the baby in a situation where the baby's now in danger, or you know, living in a shelter. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's that to me sounds like the worst scenario. <laughs> and if that if I was the last refuge for my daughter, and it was up to me to do that or her to be in a shelter, I would absolutely bring her into my home. I couldn't imagine sending my daughter and her newborn to a shelter. Oh, this is why be, be, there's so much family drama out there because you know not everyone in the family goes about things the the, the same way. Right. You know, yeah. if, if if you are close to your family, you could be someone that doesn't help them out. or You could be someone that's there for your family. And it's always the balance of going, am I helping them out too much? Am I not helping them out enough? Sure. Because you don't want to stunt somebody from being a, to emotionally grow and be a better person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you yeah. also don't want to be a cold hearted snake either. Right. Because we all make we all we all go through tough times in life. Mm hmm. So some of the thoughts that uh, we have right now coming in via text, 877-979-WRMF. One person texted in and said, this mother isn't a jerk, she's a biatch. Okay. They think she is doing it wrong. Someone else said this woman needs to be there for her daughter. Uh, the I suffered, so you need to also mindset is horrible. Somebody said. It sounds like the mom does not want to have anything to do with the raising of the baby. Yeah, mm. I, I just think the mom needs to soften up a the, little the bit. The grandma, I should grandma. say. Grandma. Yes, it was rough for you. Yes, you went through it. We get it. But look at you now. You're okay now. And I think that if you're in a position to help your family, you should. Yeah, and again, I, mean, I played baseball with a couple of kids that came up from the country, and they they had a very strict family. Mm-hmm. And if if they were eighteen years old, the, the way the family looked at it is, you're an adult, you have to take responsibility. And I don't give a crap if we're blood. You have to learn. There's that approach. Yeah, right. I didn't come from that kind of family, so my I'm always going to want to try to help the family. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't always work either. Yeah. Uh, got a couple other comments that are coming in here. 877-979-WRMF. Somebody else was talking about how they did it. They were empty nesters and their niece had a baby and came in the house and they said it has turned everything upside down. This mom is not a jerk because it will turn your life upside down uh, having a baby in the house. Make no mistake about it. Your life that you had is now going to be altered. We know. On a big time level. But then people are going to go, well, you're the mom. You should want to take care of your... You're never, you're never not going to be your mother. You're always going to be your mother. Mm-hmm. I think that you can put things in place because you talked about how you're in a position now where financially you're not struggling. So you probably do have maybe a spare bedroom and you can put them in that and, and you can be a help to your daughter. Help her put together savings. Help her get on the right track. Help her continue her education. Like, I don't know. Okay. I feel like the mom is just a little cold. Suits will put up a KBJ TV poll. We'll see where the audience ultimately sits. Is this mom a jerk for not letting her pregnant 19-year-old daughter move back into her house with her to raise her new baby? Oh, you're going to get so many emails on this one. Yes or no. <laughs> Screaming emails in all caps. On both sides. <laughs> yes. on, people are passionate on both sides on this one. <laughs> yeah. So please, scream at Kevin. Okay, is this mom being a jerk? She got pregnant when she was 16 years old, and her parents said, your days as being a kid are over starting right now. You are now an adult, and you're going to live like one. You're going to pay for this child. You're going to go to work, and if you want to go to school, you're going to do that, too, on your own time and figure it all out. So she went through it. She got 
her master's degree and started living her life. And it sounds like if the timing is right on this, she got to live one year with money and everything she wanted after missing proms and all of her high school and all those friend things. She's loving life. And then her 19-year-old daughter now comes back and says, Mom, guess what? I'm pregnant. I'd like to move in. And Mom's, at least last night, said, I got to think about it because I'm not there yet. And she's asking us, am I a jerk if I don't let my daughter move back in? Now, here are some thoughts. It doesn't sound like your parents kicked you out at 16. And I know people are asking, well, is this daughter out of the house? I think she was at school from the sound of the email. She's 19. She's in college. I don't know if she's at community college locally or if she's out somewhere else. But she wants to change the arrangement and come back in. Maybe she would stay at school. Maybe she would get a job just like that, but she wants a place to live. And people said, hey, if your parents gave you a place to live at 16, you know, can't you give your daughter a place to live at 19? So we put up the KBJ TV poll to find out, is this mom being a jerk or not? Because right now she's selfishly thinking, I'm ready to start having a social life and living my life, and I've enjoyed it. I'm not ready for it to change, and a baby in my house will definitely do that. 53% of people on KBJ TV's chat right now say that she is being a jerk. 47% say she's not. Dang, I mean, it's half and half. That is half and half. Wow. Okay. Got a couple other text comments to maybe sway you one direction or the other. One text says, I got pregnant at 19 and I went to a woman's maternity home. Shout out to Hannah's home in Jupiter, Florida. Very much a loving home, not a shelter, and it changed my life forever. Just a thought versus going through it alone. Samantha sent that in. Okay. I know Hannah's home is small. Okay. So, and they operate a lot of times at capacity. Mm-hmm. Apply now. Another young mom said, I had to experience raising my two babies with bare minimum help from my mother, and it was the absolute worst feeling. Okay. I'm sure it was, but it was tough. Yeah. Another text says, it sounds like the mother is punishing her daughter for her mistakes that she made years ago. As a parent, you want your kid not to go through the same struggles you did. The mom is definitely being a jerk. And Anthony is on here from Green Acres. You got five kids. So speaking of somebody who's got five kids, what's your thought on this mom not wanting her daughter and her baby to move in the house with her again? Hey guys, what's going on? Um, honestly, I'm blown away that a parent would even say that about their kid. Male, female, it doesn't matter. But knowing that you're bringing another life into this world, to leave them basically to say that you don't want to help them out because you want to do this or that is completely selfish. Again, like the other person said through the text message, you're supposed to be there and want better for your children than you want for yourself. You want better for them than you've went through. And, uh, I don't know. It be, it's beyond selfish, you know. My wife bends over backwards. I'm still working two to three jobs just to make ends meet, make sure that my kids have stuff that I didn't have. Mm-hmm. And so, to me, you know, sometimes it doesn't work out like that. I know I was a knucklehead growing up, and I gave my dad and mom a hard time. But I'll tell you what, in the end, I think I grew up to be a pretty darn good person, you know, and you only want the best for your kids, and especially your kids' kids. So Yeah, yeah. it sounds like you really love your family. And you like your family. <laughs> Not everyone loves their family. It I'm, sounds a lot like yours. You're always you, talking about how close you guys are. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've realized that just not everyone has that. And I, I it, it was weird to see that because, you know, to me, the family's the, the army. We, we go through the wall for each other. But mm-hmm. some people don't like their family or look at it that way. Yeah. Or maybe your family is toxic. 
Exactly. And, and that happens, I mean. you know, if you're lucky enough to have a family that all loves each other, that just means that nobody got too toxic. Exactly. And you got lucky. Because <laughs> you're right. That's winning. Because there's families that they can't come back from something that a family member's done. And you're look, right. there's some family members out there that's done some horrific stuff to their family members. You're yeah. right. I think that if she processes this and she does come to terms that she would let her daughter move back in and and have the baby, I don't think there is anything wrong with her laying down really strict rules about, hey, you're coming back to live with me, but here are the rules. Because I've seen this, too, where younger girls have babies and then they just dump the kid on grandma and they're off living their best life and partying and saying, I just want to be clear. That ain't going to happen. I'm not a daycare. Yeah, you're not going to go off and have your fun party life while now I'm grandma and I'm always watching the kid. Let's get this straight. I did this once before with you. I wanted to go out and live my life. So you're not going to be sticking this kid with me. So let's get it straight that you will be paying for babysitters and whatnot because grandma's still going out and going to be living her best life. So I think there is compromise you can make here and be very specific with the rules and and have her agree. Be like, you understand, right? Here's how this is going to work. You're not going to take advantage of me in this situation. I mean, I'm seeing it already in the chat room going, family is everything. Then the next comment, family is not everything. They can be quite destructive. (laughs) (laughs) It all depends on how cool of a family you got. Everyone's going to have different perspective on that. Some of us hit the family lotto and then some of us do not. There are parents out there that don't even like their kids. You're right. Yeah, that's kind of the way it goes. So uh, interesting stuff. Hopefully you uh, wind up making the decision that is best for your family, whatever it is. A lot of people want perspective on the decisions they got to make in life. If you're one of them, you can send us an email. It is easy to do. Just go to mail at kvjshow.com, and we'll let you know if you're the jerk or not. The KVJ Show. Well, until one of us wins the Mega Millions tonight, we are always looking at money and just what we would do for it. That's just what happens when you got to work for the man. So I want to find out what is your price? How much would it take for you to do these following things? Virginia, I want you to bungee jump from a helicopter. Oh, my gosh. What is your price? How much (laughs) would it take for you to do that? And I will tell you this. The (laughs) helicopter can hover while you do it. It's not that you got to... It's It's not like buzzing the Everglades. No, no, (laughs) nothing like that. It will be in one spot as you jump. How much does it take for you to do it? It would probably have to have a lot of zeros because I I always said I would never bungee jump. I think bungee jumping to me is not fun. If you want to do it, great. It's just not my vibe. I've seen too many videos where the bungee snaps. Oh, man. <laughs> that ain't my vibe. No. It's a, it's an unnecessary risk. It is, but it is maybe necessary because you got uh, money attached to it. Now you're talking. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say minimum 50 grand. 50 grand? Yeah, because I've also, I have a weird thing now with helicopters. Ever since my friend died in a helicopter, I just, I don't, I've always said I'm not getting back in a helicopter ever again because I'm just so weirded out. Mm -hmm. You're having too much fun. Yeah. Got to talk about helicopter death. Yeah, helicopter (laughs) death. Yeah. How sad it was. It it just, it, it really messed me up. Okay. That's what, is that, that's what messed you up? Or is that just one of the... 
major. <laughs> One of a growing list. One of the growing list. <laughs> At least I'm not canceled on YouTube for fat shaming kids that dead. Dead yeah. kids. Or dead. Dead yeah. fat kids I got canceled for. <laughs> wow. I, I am the ultimate jerk. <laughs> Doesn't look good when you kind of you know, walk it out. Would you, would you put that on paper? If you don't know the, the back story, yeah. I'm the biggest jerk on the planet. Yeah. He's shaming fat Kev. These are old pictures from the 80s. <laughs> How much for you, Bird? I know you don't like heights. Hate kind of like me, yeah. Hate them. Hate really do hate heights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tax free, we're going. Yeah, I'd it's say, cash. Because I know we'd end up filming it for the show, yeah. so that's already a bonus yep. for me. Uh, five grand, tax free. I'd feel good about that. Okay. If you are could, you even allowed to bungee from a helicopter? Like when you fall, wouldn't you like jerk the helicopter? No, I think it's more stable than that. People do that? Well, I mean, how fat do you think we are? Yeah. <laughs> you can do it, but fat Kevin can't. Damn. Yeah, no, you're right. That fat That's kid. how he died. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. He shouldn't have tried it. There was a pie at the bottom, though. <laughs> he did it for a pie? That's how you get fat Kevin out of a helicopter. <laughs> I'd do it for $1,000. I'm the lowest. You would do it for I would. 1000 I would. I bungee jump before, and I, I don't like going up, but the, the jump after I did it, I was like, whoa, okay, it wasn't that bad. It was kind of fun. We went on a helicopter together with me in Virginia, and going there, we did it in the daytime. I had a, I had a drink or two, so I was feeling very relaxed. It was a very pleasant experience. The next morning, we were rushing. We had to gather quick. No drinks, and it was at nighttime, and it was a different feeling. Horrible anxiety. I, it was dark out, but it was first thing in the morning. But there was no drinking? Like, no, <laughs> we just woke up and had to get in the helicopter. You know, most people that have anxiety issues that fly, they'll have a drink or two just to kind of take the nerves down a bit. Yeah. I went in there because we were running a little late, stone cold sober. Yeah. It, what a difference, Kevin. Yeah. And we went with my friend that passed away. Oh, boy. And he was telling me all the safety things he did and how he hated flying at night. Guess how he died? Flying at night. Yeah. Mm. I can't get back in a helicopter. Okay. I get it. You'll never go in. I'll never get in. I'll never get in. I take back the 50 grand. I'm not going. Okay. I, it's, right. It just it freaks me out too much, man. I don't know if I'm liking this bit anymore, Kevin. It's <laughs> starting to make me sad. You ready to go to the dirt? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe I'm saying this. Can we go to the dirt of the day? Sorry, I'm traumatized, bruh. <laughs> okay, how much would it take for you to be held captive in an enemy nation for nine or ten months, just like Brittany Griner? To now, do her sentence. With, it is Russia, and you're in a work camp prison. Question. Yep. Do you know going into it, you only have to do nine or ten months? Nope. You don't know when you're getting out? You're hoping. Hmm, that changes, it's a minimum. It changes things. Mm. If you know you're getting out, it's a different kind of okay, an animal. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll give you a hard out. You have to redo her sentence to the exact minute. I'd do it for 20 grand, tax-free, and I want four interviews with major networks after. 20 grand? That's it? Man, I feel like he's going real low on that. You wouldn't even make up your salary you're losing. I I'm about yeah. to say <laughs> he's gonna <laughs> I don't know. It's I, this game's weird for me, man. It's just, weird for you. It you're is. not gonna be able to come to the radio, so you're not gonna make your salary. Some of the, so at least make up your salary. I hear you. All right. Well now if I say the number, everyone's gonna yeah, I don't I'm out. <laughs> 
I didn't realize this bit was going to go this bad. People were like, wow, he's so underpaid. Between Debbie Downer over here and moron Matt. I don't know what was the worst answer. She still wins, who's worked? Who's worse to work with, a Debbie Downer or a moron? <laughs> you like me better, Kevin. I, I love morons. <laughs> I know he does. He, he does. I love him. He man. loves morons. <laughs> I love morons too. Man. Morons are kind of awesome. They are. If they have a good heart, they're a lot of fun. A, a good-hearted moron's good. Yeah. <laughs> fun to be around. I started a minimum of one million dollars. Yeah. And I am going to push as hard as I can to be right around five million. Five million, I, I might even go in happily. Yeah, like, okay, all right, five million dollars, man, nine months. All good. I think when it's all said and done, she'll probably make more than that with her book, with the story. You know, there's going to be a movie. I blew it, man. I really uh, screwed. Yeah, you did. Twenty the... grand. Yeah, that was dumb. That was so dumb. Yeah, it was a really bad answer. <laughs> Worse than depression over here? No, I was just terrible to sit through. <laughs> it's always the bitch you don't expect to go south. No, you never know. And trust me, I think all this through, I'm like, okay, how can it drive south? And I never saw that. <laughs> I didn't think we'd spend 10 minutes on helicopter death. Dude, I think about it all the time. If I have to go through it, you have to go through it. Ask the moron some questions. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's more fun of a ride, man. Your answers are terrible, but entertaining. <laughs> I'll take that. I like them a lot better. I'll own that. Yeah, I like them a lot better. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. Virginia. Take it away. Because you know we need that dirt of the day. Well, I loved the show on Netflix, Inventing Anna, all about the real-life con artist who pretended to be a a German heiress. Anna Delvey is her name. And I don't know if you've been following the court case. I have. She's out. So she's no longer locked up in ice. And but she's banned. She's not allowed to do any social media. She's banned from having any social media presence whatsoever. That's interesting. Which I think is fascinating because she would be doing so well on social media right now. Yeah. But court ordered she's not allowed. Huh. Um, But they say she is developing a reality television project that will be, I guess, somewhere on some network. Maybe on Netflix, since they did so well with that show. Yeah. This is how she's going to try to develop a new public persona, they say. She'll also be creating things like a clothing line and a fragrance line. And I definitely would watch this reality TV show. We've got to get a little fragrance line going in the KVJ universe. Yeah? Yeah. How would that smell? I don't Exactly. That's that's what we got to sit down, a little boardroom meeting. I think we would each have our own signature scent. Definitely. Yeah, I love it. it, it well, it's a terrible business idea. It will not move units. But it's fun. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you've seen what's going on over in Montecito. They have all, the whole entire town, been ordered to evacuate because of massive rain and flooding. They Mm. say streets have been turned into rivers. Major roadways are now closed down. And emergency services, just since all this happened, have responded to more than 200 urgent calls where they had to rush in and save people. Mm. Now, Montecito is the home to, like, Oprah, 
Rob Lowe, Gwyneth Paltrow, Harry and Meghan live there. So, like, everybody has had to get out. Montecito is flooding. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres posted a video of, like, all these rivers rushing up around her house. We got that clip here. I edited it. It's all ready to go. But then I forgot we canceled Ellen. <laughs> here she is peeking her head out from behind the canceled curtain. Hey, can I come out for a second? <laughs> hey, look, I'm going through trauma. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Are you happy bad things are happening to me? Do you feel bad for me? Mm-hmm. Sounds crazy, doesn't it? It does sound crazy. What you don't see is her poor neighbors are being whisked down the river as she's out there talking. <laughs> she's, on, she's on her beautiful. She's on her beautiful high land. All I would say is, Alan, don't read the comments. Yeah. <laughs> don't read the comments. And finally here, remember Camille Vasquez? She was that super cute attorney yeah. that was repping Johnny Depp in his whole trial. And everybody was like, oh my gosh, I hope they get together. Well, they're not together. No, he was getting with another attorney, I heard. Good for him. On the same team. You didn't see her behind the scenes kind of a thing. I think he's irresistible. From my sources, Kev. That's what my sources say. If the pirate wants you, you give him your, yourself. Is that I it? think Johnny just takes what he wants. <laughs> And Sounds like, like he's got another trial coming there. <laughs> you're like butter in his presence. You know he's not a real pirate, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think he is real. Uh, now Camille Vasquez is doing what I think she should have done months ago. I don't know why she didn't do this months ago. I think she tried to be a real lawyer, and now she's realizing, oh, wait a minute. I should have been a television analyst. And so now she's taking a gig on NBC News as like a legal analyst, which is, duh, what you should have done months ago. She might not have been comfortable right off the bat. That was, that was a big trial. There was sure. a lot of yeah. chatter and talk. Well, you get comfortable when you see that many zeros don't, being thrown around. I don't like gratitude towards her. Um, I'm, I'm kind of annoyed that she didn't get it. Uh, objection, Your Honor. <laughs> oh. Virginia's annoying. Mm. She took too long Sustained. to see <laughs> what everybody can see. Uh, duh. Of course you're going to be a legal analyst on TV. Well, That's where the shine is, baby. All right, why? Stop arguing, Bert. Make the dirt longer when you argue. <laughs> And that's what's going on in your long dirt. He made it it's long. It's time for viral audio. So had your kids, had your wife. Double rainbow all the way across the sky. Ain't nobody got time for that. Tell you right now, the world is ripe for all kinds of thoughts on conspiracies of the COVID shot and what it is doing to people. If you go on social media, you see all kinds of young athletes falling out. And then, of course, you had what happened with the Buffalo Bills player. And there are people like, oh, is he vaccinated? Was it the shot that did it? And this is even adding to the fuel. It was a Canadian reporter on CTV, Jessica Robb, who had a medical emergency while live on air in the middle of her report. So for them, this is about a thousand days too late. Now, Nariman, I, looking at uh, after the, the, the day, families are pushing feds to, pushing the feds to, Sorry, Airman. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not feeling very well right now, and I'm about to. 
Okay, we'll come back to and me right now, and we'll make sure that, Jessica, you are doing okay. Yeah, she looked right at the end there like she was about to pass out. She looked a little wobbly and Dang. not real steady on her feet. She later came out and issued a statement. She said, while I will not share private medical information publicly, I can say that there is no cause for concern and that my understanding of my own medical background provides a reasonable explanation for what happened. I can, however, confirm that the situation was in no way related to the COVID-19 vaccine. She was with CNN, right? CTV. It, CTV, gotcha. Mm-hmm. What's that? It's a Canadian. Oh, what's all that about? Mm-hmm. Are, are you doing British? Was that British <laughs> or was that Canadian? What's all that about? What's all that about, you bloody animal? <laughs> there are other clips, though, that are going along with this and saying, why is it? Did this always happen like this where we had reporters doing a live shot that were in some type of medical distress or is it new? Take you back to Tulsa anchor Julie Chen, who showed the beginnings of a stroke during her live report. Remember, we played this just a couple months back. The Tulsa our, the Tulsa Air and Space Museum is hosting a launch uh, today at the, at the, at the event. Well, anchor Julie Chin says now she had lost partial vision in one eye in that moment. Her arm went numb, and then she, she really knew something was wrong when she couldn't speak the words that were right there in front of her. Mm. I would have thought something was wrong when my left eye started not seeing right. Yeah, my gosh. But, I mean, you're live on TV. And, and they're trying to be professional. Yeah. See, that's where I would not try to be professional. I would immediately say, damn, I just I can't see out my left eye. Y'all got to give me a minute. Oh, I'd be, Kevin, hit the effing dump button. I'm swearing and it hurts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We'd handle it differently. Right. Stop trying to be professional in the moment and explain what you're going through because... Are you shaming her now? People, people need to talk about it when they're having a stroke. <laughs> you are shaming. You're yeah. stroke shaming yeah. her. <laughs> you imagine if you sit down after that and your boss is like, you know what? Why didn't you tell us what the hell is going on? Let me sit down with you and tell you why you stroked wrong. Yeah. You need to tell people you're having a stroke. Don't feel like you need to be professional. F professional. Oh, it's so easy for Sinicky yeah. to sit back here, back here and a radio privilege and know yeah. how to handle a stroke. Here's how to properly handle a stroke live on the air. That would be amazing, though, if the boss did sit her down and go, you stroke kind of wrong yeah <laughs> so for people wondering hey i mean is this a brand new phenomenon no it has been happening for a while just in uh, 2011 we got 12 years on this so that was long before we had any shots or anything there was a reporter in la serene branson who suffered a migraine during a live report that was so severe he created the same symptoms as the onset of a stroke well a very very heavy uh, heavy divertation tonight we had a very darison Let's go to Terrace Terrace and let's go the bit. They have the pet. Wow. That Damn. almost sounded like the audio skipped. Digitally yeah, skipped or something. Yeah, I know. Maybe I just have a lot of strokes when I'm talking. I, I stutter all. This there, could be you. There's a lot of clips where you could go, okay, we, here's a. We could put together your own compilation. Guy, and he, we can uh, set it to that song, I'll be stroking. <laughs> it's a radio guy. We think he stroked out during a Duncan's commercial. I'm not yeah. sure. <laughs> you just have to, in the moment, explain what's going on and your symptoms. Oh, that'd be great at it. Yeah, yeah. Or would you be very upset? <laughs> The KVJ Show. Listen up, dog, cause here's the sitch. It's time for another about to do it, bitch. 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 Do it, do it. I love that our mathematically inclined KBJ Nationers are helping us out with the actual stats here in all of our different games. Nathaniel sent in our Do It Bitch stats from last week. 
want to let everybody know if you missed it, Jay Bird and Virginia started off the year with a win over Denny's and Suits. Bird answered in every single round, averaging seven correct answers Whoa, in 10 seconds numbers. for every round. Speed Man, demon. I put my ass to work last week. Jaber got 91.43% of all the do it bitch responses that he needed, giving them the W. Whoa. Wow. Carrying numbers. Bet on yourself, big boy. Damn. Suits and Denny's lost as Jaber pulled through in an A performance last week. A performance. Wow. wow. I love the commentary, too. <laughs> yeah. I do. It's, it's not just numbers, it's yeah. also opinion. <laughs> they, they're writing a little editorial. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly what he's doing. Who's going to be choosing their partner off this week? I'll be picking my poison, yes, okay. as they say in the business. <laughs> I got that bitch-ass grip. I can't really <laughs> open up this paper. You can't open paper? Sorry, Kevin. <laughs> I got help you This is the longest paper opening. Okay! The kid of the prodigy suits! Okay. Jaybird and suits together. Virginia and Denny's will be the team. Okay, I am going to hear who's going to be the gambler before I make my pick as to who I think is going to win. Jaybird and Suits, who's going to be the gambler on your team? He's the best in the business. He's going to not be gambling. That will be me. He's going to be guessing. Jaybird's going to be the gambler. Suits will be the responder. Virginia and Denny's, who's going to be the gambler on your team? Denny's will gamble. Dang, she don't, dang. No, she's right. <laughs> that was a good decision. <laughs> he feels stronger when I do it this way, and I want him to be happy. Who do you got, Kev? I'm going to go with Virginia and Denny's. What? What? Dang. Jeremy, he don't think you can do it. He don't think you can do it, What's Jeremy. Just seeing what happens here. Block him out, Jeremy. Okay. <laughs> so I'm putting my money on. <laughs> So our ride or die with Virginia and Denny's here today. We're going to start off with Jaybird and Suits. They get the first topic. It is Songs by Pink, the artist. How many songs by Pink can Suits name, Jaybird? Suits can name three strong. Three in 10 seconds. Okay. Denny's, what do you think about with Virginia? How many... Pink songs can she name in 10 seconds? I think Virginia can do four. Jaybird? I know the Woods can do four. She claims to be a, b- a big Pink fan, and, and I, I do believe that is true. Suits can do five with, with authority. Okay. We're at five. Denny's, how do you feel with that number? Suits doing five. Five Pink, pink songs, songs in 10 seconds. He'd have to name. I mean, I can think of a couple just from the ones we play. Yeah. Right. A lot of Pink on this Station. I, I see you working over there. A lot of pink on this station. So I'd be raising it to... At least a minimum of six. Virginia has to name six. So you'd have to do six in ten seconds. Well, I'm going to say do it, Suits. Okay, Suits has to name five pink songs in ten seconds. Suits, your time begins now. So what? Uh, you got Raise Your Glass, Never Gonna Not Dance Again, Perfect. Uh, you've got... Um, uh, oh, man, I'm blanking. Uh... He got four. Oof. He did not get the point. That was close. I was ready. That was close. What was that last one you said, Suits? At the buzzer? It's a rock star, but I think that's so what. Uh, yeah. Suits, don't let this get in your head. This is just, just the beginning. We got a long marathon. Long game to play here. Okay. 
First point goes to Virginia and Denny's. She was supposed to win that one, Sue. She's a big she's a big pink fan. Don't I was you? ready. I was on deck with at least like eight. She's going to win right. that thing anyway. It, it, no loss there. Our next topic, in Do It Bitch, furniture stores. Gosh, I, I know a lot of furniture stores. <laughs> what a random You thing. know all the best. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> People go in on that man cannot buy a sofa. That is so accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at sofa buying. I asked you to take me, and what did you do? You didn't. Well, you're also very annoying, so it's either bad sofa or an annoying moment. I'm taking bad sofa. <laughs> the annoying moment comes and goes. The sofa's forever. That must be a really bad moment, though. It's, it's, it's enough yeah. to make me have a crappy sofa. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible so far. Okay, Denny's. How many furniture stores can Virginia name in 10 seconds? I'm going to start right off in the middle. Five. Oh, wow. Okay. Jaber, what about suits? This is tricky. Mm -hmm. It is. You want to raise or call? I think, gosh, man, I know she knows furniture stores. She's all adult. She knows. She she also knows fancy furniture stores. She'll come in with some... Ah, the Boca Bitch Boutique. It, it'll be something like that. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. going to go with, uh, <sighs> what are we at? Five. Suits can, have to be a suits, can do, six. suits can do six. Suits can he do can. six There's furniture stores there, in ten man. seconds. Yeah, there's there a lot. Suits. Okay, Denny's, where, where do you want to go with this? You're at six right now in ten seconds. Six, and I have to raise Virginia to seven furniture stores. <laughs> yeah, in ten seconds. I'm going to say do it, Suits. Suits has to do six in ten seconds. Suits, your time begins now. Backcock, El Dorado, City Furniture, Rooms to Go, Carl's Furniture, uh, Walmart, uh, Target, uh, Kohl's. Uh, um, uh, uh, Would Walmart, Target, or Kohl's count? They, they absolutely sell furniture. Well, because I was to say you could say at home, that place sells furniture. Yeah, but they 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 definitely sell furniture. I would have said Walmart too because they have a furniture section there. I just is that a furniture mm-hmm. store? Hmm. That's what, that was tricky because that was my one concern about I wasn't this. even thinking Walmart, but I had at least eight on deck. Well, yeah. are you I was thinking places. Furniture, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking places that actually sell furniture as a specialty. Yeah, I mean, you almost kind of need that kind of clarification before the round, not after. Damn. Well, we'll let the audience decide. Is Walmart a furniture store? Suits, I'll have you put up a quick KVJ TV poll. They will decide. Where that point goes. Damn, Suits has got to put up his potential death sentence. His demise (laughs) poll. Well, just because they sell furniture doesn't make them a furniture store. Well, uh, CVS sells end tables. Well, just because you do. Ikea sells furniture and they also sell food. But Ikea is a a furniture furniture store. Mm hmm. Most of those you said I would take. Stay strong, Suits. She's trying to do witch magic on you. Technically, department stores in the mall sell furniture on the top floor if you go to one of the department stores. Oh, yeah. You don't have to yell at me, Yeah. And the topic was furniture stores. A store that is furniture. Oh, Suits, this is not bode well for us. I just heard Kevin go down into the key of smug. Yeah. Oh, boy. You were on the right track with the bad cop. All those were great. We don't need your fake positivity. Step off and worry about your own. Eldorado. Okay. You lost me at Walmart and Target. That's where I started typing out. Walmart, Target. What are yeah. the good people saying, Kevin? It does not count. Damn! Damn! Does not count. We're closing it right there. Damn. At 80 votes, it's uh, 59-41, so that does not count. So Suits did not get uh, all the way there. Second point goes to Virginia and Denny's. Yes. Two zip. It's still early, Suits, but you got to get your crap together. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, young man. This isn't going well. <laughs>
God. <laughs> what happened to that positive teamwork oh, for your partnership? Like anything in life, you become jaded with time and <laughs> loss. It could be the last oh. topic if Jaybird and Suits do not get a point here. It's the best out of five and do it, bitch. Third topic is Dr. Seuss books. Jaybird, how many can Suits name in 10 seconds? Is he a Seuss baby? I don't know if he is. Seuss is real old. Damn, I don't even know if I know Seuss. 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 Dr. Seuss. Does Dr. Seuss know Seuss? Does Dr. Seuss know Seuss? I'm going to say he knows three books. Three. Denny's? I'll say Virginia has a kid. I'm going to say she knows at least six. Bam. Bird. Do people know? I don't even know. I don't know Seuss. That's where I'm, I'm, I'm struggling here. Yeah. Can she rattle off six Seuss books? Ah, that's a lot of books. Seconds. That's a lot of Seuss. Yeah. I know Seuss can't do seven. Do it, bitch. Okay. What'd you call Virginia? All right, here you go. <laughs> Ten seconds, Virginia. You have to do six Dr. Seuss books. Your time begins now. The Grinch, the Lorax, uh, Green Eggs and Ham, uh, Fox and Socks, uh, One Fish, Two Fish, Red Fish, Blue Fish. Oh, Did not get that it. That was fun. Oh. Oh. That is true. Yeah, I, was, I was banking on Dr. Seuss. We're still in it. Mm-hmm. We're still in it. Barely, but we're in it. Come on, baby. That's the one thing you don't know with Denny's when he's the gambler. He sometimes he's a wild card. <laughs> too conservative, and other times he takes well, I want a to raise it high jump. enough to where because <laughs> if Suits could get six, I mean six. I'm just I'm thinking that's oh. right there in the middle. We know you like to get it real high. <laughs> okay, could this be a turnaround here? Come on, Suits. They're still in the game. Virginia and Denny's up two to one, and do it, bitch. Next topic is types of sharks. Types of Sharks. Okay. We go to Denny's first here for Virginia. How many types of sharks can she name in 10 seconds? I think Virginia could list. I think she could do five sharks. Five different types of sharks. Types of sharks. Bird, what about suits? How many can he name in 10 seconds? Man, there's so many sharks. I mean, that's the tricky part. There's so many. But there's so little shark knowledge. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Well, it's got, they got their own week, though. You don't think after a, a week of yeah, television programming? Three kinds. You said five for Virginia? Five right now she's in 10 a, seconds. She's so aquatic, too. That's what makes this tough. I uh, know. You know she's had shark conversations. Yeah. <laughs> Some guy, Harvey guy, that's trying to sleep with her. He's got a red face. Yeah. Because he's drinking. That's why he's got red face. Yeah, you're right. He's a Caucasian. He's got red face from the drinking. Yeah, make that, clear. That, that salty skin. <laughs> I just want to make my joke clear. Um, <laughs> suits can name six. Six sharks in 10 seconds. Six types of sharks in 10 seconds. Denny's, do you take it higher or do you call out suits? I'm going to say do it suits. I almost said sharks. Do it suits. Do it suits. Do it suits. You call them suits, but you put suits in sharks. Shark it's tough. It's tough. Look, we're in the, we're in the gauntlet. Uh, right we're in the dungeon. This we're, one's tricky. You can go either way. Suits, six types of sharks in 10 seconds. Your time begins now. Hammerhead, great white target, tiger, bull shark, reef shark, um, 
You've got a hammerhead. You've got a, um, a, a black tip, a reef shark. Uh, you've got uh, a damn shark. black tip. I think with the black tip, got it. He's at six, and oh. it's tied up. <laughs> How many sharks do you know, Virginia? I was gonna be six. Six. I was it's gonna be tough. six. It's tough because it's seven was pushing it. I think. Because I, 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 it's black tip reef. He said reef earlier. It's tough. There's a lot you don't know. Whale. Blue shark, I didn't know if you shark, could leopard Megalodon. shark. Yeah, you can honestly throw I Kyle. The nurse shark at the end got it. Okay. Yeah, I got you right at six. I'm sure if you said a red shark, there's a red shark. I'm sure there's a green shark. Mm hmm. Okay. Red shark, blue shark. Yeah, red shark, blue shark, <laughs> green Seuss. shark, two shark. <laughs> wow, suits. Okay, Boom. here we go. It no, always, no, it always comes down to the same thing. Final topic. Jaybird and Suits get to start it off here. It's food with fried in the name. So oh, it's not nice. just fried food. It would have to be... Blank, blank, blank. Yeah, like you could say falafel. That's not going to count because even though it's a fried food, it doesn't have fried Got in you. the name Man. of Got it. You. It has to be a variation of fried. Yeah, variation of the word fried in the actual title of the food. Okay, how many can Suits name in 10 seconds? Bird. I'm going to start them off with three. Three. Denny's? What do you think with Virginia? I think Virginia can do four. Bird. Suits can do five. Denny's? Razor call. Mm-hmm. We're at five in 10 seconds. Oh, I mean, it's... It- it's, it all comes down to this. Oh, I know, I know, I know. And bad. it has the word fried in it. This yeah. is this is what it, yep. it all comes down to. It has to have a variation of the word fried Every time I call in suits, it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Virginia can do six. She's at six. Okay. All right, Bird, we're at six in 10 seconds. Can suits do more, or are you going to put the pressure on Virginia? There are so many fried foods out there. This is killing so me. So many. I could do 30 <laughs> of them. There's a lot. But again, to clarify, it has to have that fried yeah, in the yeah, name yeah. of it. That does ch- that takes a lot of fried foods off the board. She's a foodie, man. Even though she don't, oh, Kev, I'm fat over here. Oh my, she likes fried food. Yeah, she gets down with it. Okay, suits does too. I know he does, mm-hmm. but does he know the knowledge? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Okay, you're at six now. Yeah, I, I let's go. Let's push it. Seven. Okay. Denny's. He has to do seven in ten seconds. You're going to call. Are you going to raise? I'm going to say do it. Oh. It's oh. all on this. Jeremy? Seven. I hate calling suits. I man. have 20. Foods oh. with fried in the name. Suit your time begins now. Fried chicken, fried fish, uh, deep fried uh, pickles, uh, fried cauliflower. Uh, you've got uh, uh, fried uh, uh, deep fried onions. You've got uh, uh, French fr- deep fried fry. Uh, uh. So French fries puts him at six. I think I've got him at... He's not at seven. He did not get there. It was close. At French, I think he said French fries for six. He didn't got, not get there. Virginia, do you want to try it? Just see what you would have done? Oh, yeah. Oh. Give it to okay, me. Okay, all right. Here you go. Your time begins now. Fried chicken, fried oysters, fried clams, fried potatoes. You got fried Oreo. You got fried cheesecake. You got fried cheese. You got fried ravioli. You got fried macaroni and cheese balls. You got fried... Wow. That's pretty, nine. It's pretty impressive, yeah. Fried That's calamari. what you're up against. I, I love I love fried food. He's right. I don't eat a lot of it, but boy, if you get me started talking about fried food. 
Okay. Yeah, no, no joke. Yeah, it's it's amazing how many different uh, fried foods. You can basically fry anything, but there's a lot Just, still fried in the Dude, name. the fair opens this weekend. Think about the fair. Everything's yeah. fried. They fry everything. The, I saw when I was uh, uh, looking up how many you could get. They have deep fried pecan pie, fried apple pies, <laughs> deep fried cheesesteak, <laughs> deep fried strawberries, deep fried pizza. What? Deep fried strawberry? Yeah. I have fried avocado out there. Really they good. do, yeah. yeah. yeah that's yeah, a really good one. Fried avocado. They, Absolutely. They that fry cream cheese. Deep fried yeah. pizza, just in case you really want to. Right. Really? Yeah. Just go for Slam it. Slam it home. So good. Okay. Well, we have obviously got a punishment for our losing team, Jaybird and Suits. What are they going to be facing off against? You'll find out next. KVJ. All right. Time to pay off a punishment for Do It, Bitch. Jaybird and Denny's. Today's losers. And we're kind of parlaying off of something we talked about earlier on the show. Jaber got in trouble from YouTube for bullying a dead fat kid. That's the way they took it, at least. He did a video about me when I was a young fat kid. (laughs) And the concept was that that fat kid inside of me is now dead. And so YouTube didn't get the whole thing about our show with me talking about the fat kid inside of me is dead. So they thought that he was harassing a fat kid that had died. And he comes out with an aggressive song and puts a video (laughs) to it with a fat kid eating cake. I mean, if you had done what they think you had done, I can see why they tried to cancel us. It's called Rest in Peace Fat Kevin. It does. It looks like a memorial video. I, I mean, didn't it's realize just it. intense. And then the, uh, the, the song that goes with it is uh, rather intense as well. fat child by making an aggressive song about him and YouTube wasn't having it. There's no comments allowed on that video. Hey, you know what? I tell you what, since we talked about it, it has gone up a few hundred. Yeah, you're right. People are checking it out now. They can't believe it. They would love to leave comments about how terrible you are to bully a dead fat kid. I mean, just the level of disrespect. I mean, you're going yeah. to get another email that says, you guys have gone too far. I know. I'm sure. Well, then they're going to hate this. The punishment for today, since you're bullying fat kids on YouTube, you have to write, I hate fat kids with a Sharpie on your forehead and leave it there for the day. Oh, my gosh. I knew we were writing something. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's heavy. So, can you imagine when they got in public? And- <laughs> oh, that's just terrible. <laughs> when they got in public and they passed by a mom. Oh, my gosh. I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm going to get this joke, dog. I'm just going to think we're horrible people. <laughs> Will you video it when you're getting your ass kicked? I might have to keep this as an indoor day today. I, I think <laughs> society might treat you the way YouTube did. Be like, Can you believe this guy? Unfortunately, they're not going to be able to. We can't shut their comments off, though. I'm going to send so much Uber Eats to your house today. That's fine. I can. Yeah. <laughs> That's Contactless cool. delivery. You can hide. Yeah. <laughs> 
You go to Walmart, I'm like, my ass kicked. Yeah. So the comments you can't get on YouTube, you might get in person. <laughs> oh, we got the best uh, penmanship here. You want me to go for it? Denny's. Yeah, let me have Denny's. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have Denny's. Too. But yeah, we'll, we'll have it. Yeah. We'll see your face in just a second. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jaybird, you said you've already broken about five resolutions. Yeah. All falling apart. Typically, most people by the 21st, three weeks in, are done with theirs. Mine's been a complete disaster. My resolution was to do 100 push-ups a day. I not yet once have done 100 push-ups in one day. Not one day, and we are 10 days in. I failed 10 times. Yeah, I was supposed to start running and doing all that, and I did it great for about two days, and then I haven't done it since. I haven't yeah. done it since the first week we got back. Well, you've been too busy mocking dead fat kids. <laughs> it's is, hard to jog that is busy. and it's, make a tribute video. <laughs> Which is kind of probably weird, Kevin. Uh, there's all these songs about him being a fat kid. If only dead fat <laughs> Kevin would have jogged. That's what you got. Oh, when he you didn't hi- jog. That's what you got when you hired me. The kid didn't jog. I remember my la- my least favorite day of the year was field day. Do you remember that? <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, I, hate I remember I play sick every year. What a coincidence. <laughs> the fat kid's sick on field day. All right. If you want to go see the video, go to YouTube and you can find it right there. If you want to watch KVJ TV, you'll be able to see Jaybird and Suits with the I Hate Fat Kids written across their forehead and Sharpie here in just a second as well. And if you want another great Jaybird classic, here's a song he did about... His failing at resolutions, or maybe the resolutions he needed to make. His aunt Anne had a couple ideas for him back a couple years ago. Oh yeah, I was talking to your sisters, and I got some, we got some ideas for you. For what? For your life. So you guys are making my resolutions for me? We're making suggestions, Jaybird. One thing you got to do is quit drinking, Jason. I walk like a bum and sound like a wino. I'm not gonna party this year. That's a lie. Because I'm currently drinking a beer And I'm high I'm already blue I was gonna quit drinking But I said screw it I'm already blue My resolutions Yeah, you gotta start eating healthier, Jason you're not a young man anymore. I was going to exercise, but those pies and those french fries caught my eyes. So I ate them instead. I didn't make it to the gym because I fell asleep in my bed. I'm already I got a little squirrely. 27-year-old Malik Smith went on a rampage in a smoke shop, causing thousands of dollars in damage. He then turned on officers who showed up on the scene, hitting one with a car and later biting another. Damn. But not before he took a dance break in the middle of traffic. Okay, I get it, you know. (laughs) Sometimes it just moves you. It does. Sometimes you just need a dance break in the middle of all that. You do. Smith is facing a ton of charges for all that he did. 
A suspected DUI driver led police on a high-speed chase in Washington over the weekend. And a passenger called 911 on the cops to complain that they were driving too fast in pursuit. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the heck is that all about? The uh, driver was arrested and they did not field the complaint. Missouri's Jefferson County Sheriff's Office put out a call this week for drinkers. They want people to come down to booze at the police station and then help officers with field sobriety test training. You know what? I got to tell you, I don't, I think that there needs to be a better uh, sobriety test. Yeah. I, I've seen many videos of people who weren't drunk failing. Fail, yeah, it is it's it's not, tough, yeah. It's not, it, I'm telling you, it's not that easy to do. No, you're right. Absolutely. Yeah, a lot of people are going to fail. But when they put out the invitation, apparently a lot of people volunteered. They said, sign me up. We are inviting people to come down and get drunk at the sheriff's office. They're training them on DWI to not only recognize the signs of somebody who's driving under the influence, but also uh, to do the field sobriety testing and so on and so forth. And the way this works is you have to have people literally sit down and drink. So they're going to drink for two hours and then they will go through the field sobriety test just as if they were pulled over uh, in a, a real world scenario. Wow. It's a trap. They're going to tell you to get in a car. Yeah. They're going to uh -huh. drive it. They're going to arrest you. Yeah, you're fine to drive. Go ahead. <laughs> that, would that be fun? Would that be a fun experiment to do? Get a couple of drinks and participate? I think that might be kind of fun. It could. If you had your buddies with you and you guys are all cutting up, having a good time. Got an Uber there. Got an Uber home. Yeah. Yeah, it could be all right. Now, I hope these police are ready. If we're going to be drinking, it's time to get turned. And if it's free booze and booze that you like. Or is it going to be one of those things right now, Kevin? Put down that third beer. We just want you to buzz. Yeah. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to cut off. <laughs> There's a middle school art teacher in New Jersey that got arrested after overdosing on fentanyl back in November right in front of his students. I saw this. Yeah. They went and looked like in his teacher closet and they found like all kind of paraphernalia. Oh my gosh, yeah. Ugh. And they had to give him Narcan right there in front of the students. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's rough. That's a story they won't forget. A Washington state man shot up a local Taco Bell because it was closed and employees wouldn't serve him. Officers showed up at the scene, found a bullet hole in the building as well as a second grazing around an exterior wall. Now the man is facing charges of drive-by shooting, DUI, harassment, malicious mischief, and a violation of a concealed pistol license. People are freaking out at fast food restaurants anymore. Yeah, they are. They are losing their cool. Yeah. It's been going on for a while, y'all. Yeah, it's getting it worse. Yeah, it's getting I worse. feel like it's getting worse, and TikTok is covering it better. Yeah. There's a cop in Philadelphia that's being sued because he kept taking off his pants in the office around other police officers. You can't do that? I guess not. They don't like that. But these cops are a little randy because I got another story here in a suburb of Nashville called Laverne where four police officers were fired for allegedly having sex on duty with a female cop who was oh. also fired and accused of taking off her top at what the mayor called a girls gone wild hot tub party. <gasps> <laughs> Dang. Kind of sounds awesome. <laughs> Patrol officer Megan Hall engaged in a sexual relationship with at least, at least four male officers. Wow. One officer claimed that they had oral relations with Hall in the department's gym while on duty. Megan Hall allegedly was bragging about the size of one of the partner's genitals and claimed to be in an open marriage. Oh, man. I got, I got it pulled up right here, Kev. You do? 
Megan Hall. That's not the girl I saw today. That's uh, somebody in a stabbing death. Never mind, wrong Megan Hall. Uh-huh. She didn't stab. She got stabbed. Yeah, she got stabbed by three different dudes. <laughs> a bunch of dudes. <laughs> I got by four dudes. Apparently like... one guy had a pretty long sword. <laughs> How many Megan Halls are out there with a, with a story? I bet you that's a pretty common name. Megan Hall. Okay, you said she's from New Orleans? No. <laughs> there's, a, there's another Megan Hall? It's a common name, bruh. Yeah, Nashville, a Nashville suburb. It may, be, it may be common, but I guess if you have that name, you do unspeakable things. If you have that name, you're just going to have a life of crime. Yeah, draws you towards it. <laughs> the TSA says that a traveler attempted to bring an emotional support pet boa constrictor snake through security at Tampa International Airport last month. Aren't those the ones that wrap around your neck and squeeze the life out of you and they're not happy till they do? I believe so, yeah. Imagine if that thing got uh, around a small child. Okay, it could be a problem on a plane. It could be. Snakes on a plane. Yeah, no snakes on a plane. Ellen DeGeneres recently talked about this in a stand-up special. Now when you fly, it's like... I mean, you're, you're walking down the aisle to your seat, which is, you know, 10B or whatever it is. It's like Noah's Ark. There's a woman with a ferret. There's a man with a mongoose. There's a lady with a donkey. I say 10B. Does a plane go back that far? I've never been back there. Okay. Uh, okay. Girls being honest. She's privileged. I like that. At least be honest. She only rides first class. She would know. And then she yelled at all the producers backstage. <laughs> My microphone wasn't loud enough. She needed to yell about her microphone in that uh, flood video. I couldn't hear nothing yeah. she said. She had a terrible microphone on Girl, that. how long were you on TV? You don't know how to mic yourself? Scientists in Switzerland are collecting poo from all around the world and then freezing it, believing that excrement could be the key to saving humanity from extinction. Poo saves us? Poo saves the world and What'd humanity. What'd you give? They believe that poop could potentially help the human race in the future if certain microbes in the gut disappear and need to be restored. Ah. You get it through poop. Yeah. Look at us. Yeah. I think they cover that in Jurassic Park. Do they? Okay. No, maybe not. No? No. Okay, just keep looking at Megan Halls. He's always trying to push that dinosaur agenda. <laughs> I saw they've got a dinosaur theme at the South Florida Fair this year. <gasps> No way. Yep. It's true. Yep. Look. I mm-hmm. wonder. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Who do I got to talk about about some dinosaurs they don't want? It's called Dino-mite. We are going there on Saturday. And we are. And you know how to finagle. You know how to haggle. You do. You're good at that. What do you need me to get? Like, steal some of the displays? I want to talk about some dinosaur displays. <laughs> yeah. I do. Okay. This is how things are done. Are we doing a caper? Are we, are, we, are we borrowing? Uh, no, we're not trying to steal a dinosaur. But <laughs> oh, let's, okay. Uh, I love this. This is good. Probably dinosaurs are hard to steal, I'd imagine, for the most part. They are. You unless need about, it's a small figure. You've got 14 people. Okay. <laughs> Might be hard to get that out. Ooh, Kevin, you just made my day. Yeah, there you go. Something to look forward to. And to let you know, we do have tickets to the South Florida Fair in our WRMF app. You can download it right now for free and go in there and see how you can get tickets to the South Florida Fair. The longer you listen, your better chances of winning. We've also got concert tickets in there. Sam Smith, the Goo Goo Dolls you can check out. We always have ways for you to win cash as well. We got all kinds of good stuff 
in there. So just go to the WRMF app. And the cool thing about it, too, after you download it onto your mobile device, you can listen and stream our show live every single weekday morning. We're right there. Plus, you can get our podcast. We got the regular show podcast and we got the after the show podcast. And you also have a great way to get a hold of us. You can text in any messages. Whenever Virginia says something that upsets you, you can text it right into us right on the WRMF app. Is that what I got to do? That's what you got to do. That's how you got to do it. You just download it, and then when she makes you angry, you just send us a message. Oh, you have to take it. I know. I know. And if you want to voice your displeasure with Virginia, you can actually leave us an audio message, too. Look for the little microphone on the bottom left-hand side. Oh, will we play those? Yeah, we will. <laughs> oh, we definitely will. We got to get that going. Yeah. So if you want to get a hold of all that, it's the WRMF app. All kinds of great features on it and cool things that you could win, like maybe a cruise. My KVJ show. Jaybird is so amazed he found out that they've got a dinosaur theme at the South Florida Fair that's opening up this Friday at the South Florida Fairgrounds and run the next three weeks. I'm in that dinosaur world now. I know. Yeah, you got a dinosaur garden in your backyard. Well, I am in the the middle of making it. It's yeah. I've kind of redone the whole thing. Uh-huh. And I, I'm, it's a big project I've oh, it is, turned yeah. into. Yeah, it's gonna be impressive. But I, just, huh? I, just, I want some whimsy in my life. I want I want yeah. some. The South Florida Fairs display pales in comparison to the dinosaur thing he's got going. Wow. That's not true. Okay. She's mocking me, which uh, is fine. I, uh, there's like a lot lot of crap she's into that I'm not into as well. I still okay. love her. Okay, but I can get good ideas from the the dinosaur there. Oh yeah, it's all about connections and relationships. Yeah, I don't know that many dinosaur statue people out there. Okay, chat rooms got good ideas for my dinosaur garden. It, it, it takes a village, as they say. Okay, to raise. The dinosaur garden. Fantastic. Yes. Well, we're going to help out our KVJ Nationers by hooking them up with South Florida Fair tickets. We got it on the app and we got them here right now. Here's what you need to know, though. We're going to play a fun little game because today is a day right when Prince Harry's book drops called Spare. Maybe some more scandal and revelations about the British royal family. Oh, I loved that Anderson Cooper interview he did on 60 Minutes. You did, huh? You were I, drinking it all in. I was, and I think the British people have been brainwashed by the British press oh, really? to hate Harry and Meghan. Whatever it is, according to a YouGov poll right now, Britons are turning on Prince Harry. 64% have a negative view of him. That's up from 58% in May. And only 26% of Britons now see him in a positive light. Because they're being fed a narrative by the British press. And a lot of the inside information has come from that old hoe Camilla. I'm telling you, I'm telling you what, though, too. People, they, they, when you're in that kind of office or that kind of situation, they don't care that you're human. They don't care. They don't want to hear you bitching and moaning about anything. They don't look at you as human. So I'm just saying, I think there's been a lot of stuff in the press that is rubbing people the wrong way. Because it's not it's not about, mm. it's about their personal drama and struggle and all that. And yeah. that wears sin for a lot of people after a while. Yeah, okay. You're, this is a young man that wasn't allowed to mourn his mother that he believes the British press is responsible for the death of. And just I, imagine the psychological damage that does on a human. I, I hear you. I mean, I, I don't think I, people I'm, care. I'm so team Harry. And if you don't get it, then you've been brainwashed. Well, mm. now you're you're drawing a line in the sand, and I don't think that's a good movie either. You we, we, let's let's not let's. Not I make... love lines in the sand. Fight mm. me. She wants to do the Revolutionary War again over here. <laughs> she does. That's yeah. What she wants to do. Look out. She wants Britain and, and Americans fighting with everybody. Team Harry and Meghan.
Virginia is coming. Virginia is coming. Oh, my gosh. Run you imagine and- that horror? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Did you just call me a whore? <laughs> Could you imagine that whore? Uh, seriously, if someone was screaming, the British is coming or Virginia is coming, I'm so much more Take scared. Take on the British any day. <laughs> Come on in. I got yeah. fish and chips for you. <laughs> So with all the revelations we've already heard teasing the release of the book out today, we're going to play a fun little game here for South Florida Fair tickets, Royal Family or KBJ Family. We're going to give you something scandalous. You have to tell us, is it scandal involving the Royal Family or the KBJ Family, somebody here on our show? You've got to get two out of three to win, but it's only 50-50. Question. Yep. I threw in a lot of drama from just from both sides of the family we're talking anybody that's related to us it could be any family member correct yeah okay all right it can it can just has to deal with your family we're going to start off here with david in royal palm beach hello david hello hello do you understand how to play the game yes i do Okay, it's either going to be Royal Family or KVJ Family. Two out of three gets you South Florida Fair tickets. Here's the first one. What does this pertain to, Royal Family or the KVJ Family? Their dad joked with them that maybe they weren't biologically theirs. What family that happened to, supposedly? That's the KVJ Family. That is royal family. That's your one miss. That's what Prince Harry's dad did to him. That's what he claims. Again, this is alleged. Virginia, she believes everything TMZ comes out with. No, I believe everything Harry says. Okay. All right, David, let's get the next two to get you the tickets. How about this one? Is this royal family or KBJ family? He did magic mushrooms as a way to cope with the grief of his dead mother. Does that pertain to the royal family or the KBJ family? Royal family. That is royal family. Yeah. Maybe some KBJ family people did that too. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. So we would have taken either yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> flip a coin, got an answer. Revelations that spill out. I'll take it. A little bit more into this. Okay, and how about this? Royal family or KBJ family? They claim to have sold marijuana at a blockbuster video. KBJ family. That is KBJ family. That was a daddy story. Very nice, David. And just like that, you got tickets to South Florida Fair, my man. Woohoo! Thank you so much. It's KBJ. We got the hookup for you, and we've also got Prince Harry's book dropping today called Spare. He's already dropped a whole bunch of allegations. So we are kind of going on the ones we've already heard, and we're throwing in our own in a game called Royal Family or KBJ Family. It is a scandal from either. You got to just tell us correctly which one it is. Get two out of three, and you got the tickets. Just gave away one pair. Let's see if we can do another one here with Carlos of Boynton Beach. Hola, Carlos. What's up, guys? KBJ, KBJ. Welcome. Okay, here we go. You're allowed one miss. Okay, Carlos. All right, all right. Okay, what do you think? Is this the royal family or KBJ family? Tell us where this scandal comes from. They claim to have lost their virginity in a grassy field behind a bar to an older woman who liked horses and rode them like they were a, quote, stallion. Nice. What do you think? Royal family or KBJ Uh, family? That's KBJ family. KBJ family. Mm. No, that's Prince Harry. 
That's what he claims. Whoa. And they figured out with who the girl is. Oh, and, did they really? Oh, yeah. oh, they doxed her ass. Who is the, who is the girl? Can you I, give us the dirt? I saw her picture. Okay. They had it on Daily Mail. If you go to Daily oh, Mail. Oh, boy. Yeah, all the details about her. I'm sure she's happy he talked about that. Boy. Oh, probably, boy. I don't know. Probably not, right? It was so long ago. He didn't say who she was, but I think people figured it out. Well, you know, the press, they're a bunch of hounds. They'll figure it out. And Especially the British press who wants to ruin Harry. If, if they don't figure it out, they'll make something up and print it anyway. That's yeah, what the press does. That's what they do. <laughs> okay, what about uh, this one, Carlos? You got to get the next two correct. His brother caught him naked and pleasuring himself on the bedroom floor. Is that a royal family scandal oh. or a KVJ family scandal? That's the Pennington family. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it yes, it is. Yeah. KVJ family, you got that right. That's us. We tug. Yeah. We, we tug and then we hug it out. We tug, we tug, we tug it out, it we hug it out. <laughs> Just put your pants back on before you we hug. Do, we we, we make sure hug. that we, uh, you know, we clean up, of course. <laughs> Good shower and then, yeah, then a family embrace. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, Carlos, you get this one. You get tickets to the South Florida Fair. Tell us, where's the scandal from, the royal family or the KBJ family? They think of their dad's girlfriend as, quote, the villain. Uh, that's the Royals. That is correct. Okay. That is. Talking about Smell oh, yes. Parker Bowls. That would be what you need. You got two out of three and you got tickets there, Carlos. Thank you, guys. Woohoo. You're very welcome. There you go. Easy game. See, there's Fun. actually a benefit to listening to all Virginia's dirt stories about the Royals now. Don't you think every family's got some dirty secrets? Every single family out there's oh, got at yeah. least something that's gone down. Totally. Oh, and yeah. it doesn't have to be end of the world bad news, but it, it no. would be one of those stories you go, really? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. We, we got more. I think we'll play tomorrow, too. We okay. Got, we got more tickets and we got more scandal. Definitely. I got a few more. I didn't even give you all of mine. Oh, uh, we we know you got a lot of depression stuff on deck. We Big know. time. So much sadness. Can't wait. Pain. Uh, we should save it for Friday, right before the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Damage. I don't know if you've heard, but man, this thing is crushing on social media and it's destroying at the box office and it was completely unexpected. What is the movie everybody's talking about? I'll let you know next. KVJ. Relaxing is the greatest thing there is and finding new ways to relax is a great way to spend some time as well. So I recommend to you Island Root Kava Bar. You can experience Island Root Kava Bar's positive atmosphere while you socialize and sip on their botanical exotic or herbal teas or try one of their kavas like Venuda, Wow, and Solomon. If you want to see what Island Root Kava Bar looks like, check out some photos on their website, islandroot.com. Plus you can find one of their eight locations near you from Melbourne to Royal Palm Beach. So check it out online, islandroot.com for Island Root Kava Bar. It is the movie everybody is talking about, and nobody expected it. But the numbers are pretty good for Megan. It grossed $30.4 million at the weekend box office. And typically, the first weekend in January is a dud. They really don't put anything out. So they had this movie, which follows a young robotics engineer played by Allison Williams who develops an AI-driven doll named Megan. And of course, to be cool, the E in Megan is with the number three. Ah. And the point of this young AI doll is to be a companion for her orphaned niece. 
But then she realizes that the AI doll will protect at all costs, including murdering anybody who she perceives to be a potential threat. Even if you're mean or you're trying to parent the kid, you're yes. a threat. Megan wants to then kill you. I saw the trailer. It looked really intense. Okay, let's watch it then. I love it. I'll watch it. It's doing really well. There's the one thing, in fact, we talked about when we were talking about the most uh, viral, the biggest uh, dances ever in film. Uh, Some people were mentioning Megan, and the doll does some weird dances because it's trying to learn human behavior. So it does some awkward, weird things. And I guess there's some humor that's in this as well. The horror genre, I know my younger kids love the horror genre. And it's really big. And this is kind of horror to sci-fi. Kind of a mix in there with a little bit of comedy. And on top of it all, it shows you how to make a very successful movie. Even on the first weekend of January, social media has got to be a big part of it. And this doll, they've had little lookalikes. So they've taken younger girls and they dress them up like the doll. They put like the little doll head on them and they're all marching out like 10 of them at a time. They've been at all kinds of sporting events and all over the place. That's smart. And then they've used the hashtag Megan with, you know, the number three for the E. And on TikTok, it's received over 835 million views. All that free publicity to promote this movie that is opening up when nothing else is going on anywhere. And people flocked out $30.4 million at the weekend box office. They say that that is the best opening weekend for an original horror project since Jordan Peele's Nope in July of last year and A Quiet Place in May of 2021. And it also beat out the opening weekends of Scream 2022, which opened in January, and Smile, which was the highest grossing horror film of last year. Wow. I'm a big fan of the genre. Y'all know that. I, they they have loyal fans, the, the horror, horror genre. And young people love it. Young yeah. people love following influencers. Mm-hmm. That Smile, they did that too. They sent people out and like that creepy yeah. chick was just standing out in places and smiling and that was their marketing tool that worked it's effective now will if they keep riding the same horse will it still continue to be effective every time you come out and there's a certain look to the killer or the doll or whatever it might be can you just place them somewhere at big events that's what we need to do better for the kvj horror movie do some social media months before it even well you kind of were cutting edge with grimsley who is a doll yeah but there's been so many movies done with dolls i mean there's so many movies done with dolls i think Mm. they're awesome and they're cool yeah in fact, I've got a couple of random questions coming up here, and the first one is, what is the scariest doll of all time? Grimsley. You guys, that <laughs> accent. That accent, though. That yeah. accent's what's From fire. From own KBJ horror movie. <laughs> yeah, I think we're all voting Grimsley. Uh, Grimsley, okay. KBJ. Talking about the new movie, Megan, that dropped over the weekend. It is about a little AI-driven doll named Megan, who's a companion for this robotics engineer's orphaned niece, but then the doll is super protective of the orphaned niece, and then will murder anybody who she perceives to be a potential threat. It did very well at the box office. It brought in $30.4 million, and one text message we got said, Megan's budget was only $12 million. And advertising was maybe ten, so it's already making a profit right now. Wow! At thirty million, eight million, it's already got in the bag, and this is happening with a lot of these horror movies. I know the it, they do very well with Gen Z. 
younger demos love this. My uh, Gen Z kids, they love the horror movie genre, so they always seem to do well. But here's the thing, though, and I'm not at all trying to pick a fight. Y'all are not horror movie people. Not at all. This is not uh, this new thing that's all of a sudden gave this birth of, oh, the young people love. No, this has been around for a long time, this community, the horror genre. The whole, oh, yeah. No, and, I'm, and, not, I'm not saying it's, it's been, new. Yeah. It's always been big. It's always been big. They catered this movie to play to younger people predominantly, and that's why you see so much TikTok advertising and 835 million views. Damn. Now, I know horror's definitely been around for a while. It seems like an easy way to make money off of Gen Z because they support pretty much every horror movie that comes out. They say, too, that the horror movies are easier to produce. Yeah, they could be. Especially if you're doing a straight slasher movie. Yeah. It's pretty A, B, and C. It's making money and it's doing well on Rotten Tomatoes. Right now it's got a 94% on the tomato meter and an 80% from the critics. Okay. So they like it. Metal Beard Dan, he said Megan was a great movie and everyone should go watch it. He's in our KBJ TV chat room. Who's Metal Beard Dan? I never heard of him. Never heard of that guy? (laughs) He's always in there. Uh, You can also go and uh, read this text that we got. Uh, This one came out and said, we're huge horror fans. My dad said that Megan sucked. His words, not mine. He said the movie sucked, and the only reason that he sat through the whole thing is because he paid twelve dollars to see it. Gotta love dads. Sometimes, though, and you know, the older you get, if you've seen a version of making, because like I said before, doll movies have been made before. Yeah. You might be going in there with some old man jadedness. That the concept is far from original. Yeah. Where we take a spooky doll, they just do it all over. So that's why I'm curious. What would you say would be the scariest doll of all? Time. I used to think it was Chucky, but he's almost too funny and yeah. clever to be yeah. scary. Yeah. Not to say I wouldn't poop my pants if he was trying to stab me, but is he the scariest? He's so little. Annabelle. Yeah, I know that. And that's based off a true story, I believe, yeah. correct? Yeah. The, the Annabelle, all that whole that whole franchise, they do a good job with all that. The Conjuring and yeah. Annabelle. Uh-huh. You can even throw in a real life doll like Robert the Doll in Key West. It's got a freaky face. I'll sweat that little bitch. You know, <laughs> everybody's always giving Robert all this shine. He don't scare me. Scariest, I've got two. Scariest for me is either the one that you and I saw, Jaybird, in the Riddle House at South Florida Fairgrounds. Horrifying. It was just sitting there. It's it's a supposed real life, the most haunted house in Palm Beach County. It was just a horrifying dog. I, I got you ever see something? You get a weird, eerie chill, like a. Just a shiver down your spine. Yeah. Just a bad omen. I when I saw that thing, I'm like, that thing just it felt evil. I'm like, gosh, man, they're really doing it up. I don't know if that's an original doll from this house, but man, like I had a spirit in it. The other one that I would say from a movie, to me, I'm going the old clown under the bed in poltergeist. Oh, oh that was a good that's one. A great call. I'm gonna lose the room when I say this, but it does belong on the list. Okay. And I really do hope not only just the young kids, but older people who don't check it out. I'm always gamming on the Twilight Zone, uh-huh. Talking Tina. Do the Talking Tina episode. Okay. It's, it's a really good episode. Okay. No one's going to listen to me. Okay. But it, it's a classic. It's creepy. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Right. I, I hit my Twilight Zone quota for the week. I can't I can't bring it up again. You brought it up a lot I yesterday, it up too. yesterday, too. <laughs> I would also say Poltergeist is the movie that messed me up most as a kid. I, I would have either nightmares or just all kinds of flashbacks when it would be dark and you'd be outside and it was stormy and you thought a tree was going to come through your window. Because adults that had not seen it watched it and then emailed us back, oh, that wasn't scary. Think about when yeah. you were a little kid mm-hmm. and they said it was a PG movie. Yeah. The girl gets stuck in a television. They're 
there's a flying doll clown. A tree eats her brother. Kind of creepy. Y'all. I remember the guy that was looking in the bathroom mirror, and he looks down, and there's maggots now in his chicken. He looks up in the mirror, and he starts peeling his face off. Horrifying. <laughs> That's not PG. Crap that. I was a young kid. I was young elementary school. I watched I saw it that. not that long ago. That thing holds up. Okay. That holds up. Okay, so what is the movie that messed you up as a kid? What would you say? He knows you're alone. It was the first movie Tom Hanks. Are we going to the topic? Or are you going to do it? No, do that. No, do that. He knows you're alone. Yeah. It was the first movie Tom Hanks ever did. And there's a part where the girl gets her head cut off, and the murderer puts it in a fish tank. And I saw that as a little kid. And fish tanks, severed heads, all of it. It, it got to me. It scared the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. He knows you're alone. He goes and kills people right before they get married. Damn. Oh, he did him a favor. <laughs> bird hoping something does, like that happens to him. Yeah. <laughs> if it's ever first. going down. Yeah. <laughs> What's yours? Oh, Poltergeist. Yeah, Poltergeist. Did you have one, Virginia? Mine was The Shining. Yeah. My dad yeah, put uh, on The Shining, and I probably crapped my baby drawers. Well, the, the knock on The Shining for some people go, it's, it's too much of a slow burn. It's long. Mm. I disagree. I think it's got good pacing, and I think when something does scary happen, it kicks you right in the shorts. I don't know why or how, but I think I wandered right in the room as that scene with the blood like in the hallway. Which my knock on that was it always looked like Hawaiian punch and not blood. It freaked me out because my got dad thirsty. Got, it, it looked like it looked mm-hmm. like punch, not oh, yeah. blood. The two twin girls. Mm-hmm. Hello. Want to play forever? Yeah. Forever there was a movie, the concept, I'd never seen it, but the kids would always talk about there was a babysitter and the phone would ring. And she'd pick it up, and it was like, I'm watching you. And there'd be like, eyes out the window. Maybe it's Amityville Horror. And then they're like, I'm inside. Eyes out the window is Amityville Horror. Oh, is that what it is? Okay, yeah. So I remember hearing that concept. I'd never seen the movie, and that still messed with my head, just hearing the concept. I'll tell you what, man. The original... Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I don't know if you've ever seen that. With, no. with Leatherface, the ending is so awesome because it happens right when the, the day is breaking. It's a light out, which kind of makes it creepier. Yeah. I, I'm telling you what, if you want to be horrified, have it mess with your mind, the original from the 70s, it's creepy. Yeah. A lot of people still uh, say that holds up. It does. I think it holds up. But then they made so many more of them. Is it a true story? It's based lightly on the Ed Gein uh, story back where yeah so he knows that he just threw some serial killer trivia at him and he <laughs> answered Gain. the bell it's loosely okay uh-huh. right. what are some movie endings that still mess with your head i cannot stand pay it forward okay it's not a horror movie yeah but it's it's that kevin spacey movie with the jolie osmond kid yeah and I watch it on TBS, so it was four and a half hours on yeah. TBS because of commercials. And the kid dies in such a horrific way. It's mm. such a bummer. It, it it leaves you feeling like you're about to sneeze, and the sneeze never comes. Mm. That's the kind of feeling you have when you watch it. Yeah. The one I really didn't like, but I guess maybe it was necessary, was Seven. Oh, whatever. That movie's... The ending's... It messed with my head, though, man. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see it coming. I really didn't. I was like, what's in the box? I'm but like, oh, my one, gosh. I'm like, that can't be what's, what you think's in the box. That one's epic. It but, is, yeah. It, I know, and that's why I, I... Ultimately, I guess it was necessary, but, man, in the moment, I'm just... I, it really messed with my head, because I'm like, oh, my gosh, man. But it messed they with your went head there. in a good way. They went there. Yeah. That was crazy. The, the one with Pay I didn't Ford, want that to happen at all. The Pay Ford messed with my mind in a bad way. That messes with you, and you're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. 
Oh, that was a bad way to me. You aren't. You know, keep in mind, man. I'm too soft. I'm kind of soft. <laughs> I am. He like butter. Yeah. <laughs> he just won't eat it. <laughs> That's what it is. All right. Coming up here in just a couple minutes. Uh, yeah, you're not imagining it. Your car insurance is going up, and Florida's a bad state for it. I'll tell you why and just how much are you looking at in car insurance with the new hikes coming up. Drop it on you next. My KVJ show. Yeah, you're not imagining it. Everything is going up, man. It's crazy. We're still in it. I did see that the housing market might start leveling off a bit, but still, the cost for a condo is high, over $400,000 on the median for South Florida. There is more condos on the market, but you're still going to be paying a lot just for your rent. Next thing you know, gas, I heard, is... You know, kind of, it went down a little bit, but they say it's not going to drop below $3, so things going to level up and stay a little bit higher. I'm going to start running to work. Jeez, man. <laughs> and then on top of all that, I see that it looks like we're going to have car insurance hikes here in the state of Florida, and we're one of the worst states for it, too. Damn it. They say Florida motorists are going to be paying well above average costs on car insurance premiums. Costs are going to be climbing by 6.9% here this next year to reach an average of $2,856. That's the biggest increase in six years. It all has to do with the rising cost of replacement parts and repairs. So that's the whole thing. When you got inflation anywhere, it trickles down to everything else. You're right. So just getting that. Yeah. That sucks. Crazy. Just to know how much worse we are, the national average is $1,780. So we're over $1,100 higher for this year than the rest of the country is going to be on average. They say that the toughest thing to own right now is top end electric cars. That's going to be the one's worst hit. So if you own one of those, and you know the knock is, is these people get the electric cars. Oh, they're costly and blah, blah, blah. And people are like, oh, I'm going to save money. Well, you're going to pay more in insurance. I feel like, too, if you have an electric car, you're telling everybody you have an electric car. It's kind of interesting. Who was it? Was that you, Virginia, was saying when somebody got that, they started getting tooed from neighbors? Yeah, somebody did say that. We, that was brought up yesterday on the show. People looked at him different when he got an electric car, and they were judging him. The same, I'm, I'm telling you the same thing with the uh, the, the the Tesla. People, they, they judge. <laughs> they, they really think We got new do. neighbors, and that was the first thing. The kids were like, the whole talk was, hey, they got a Tesla. And we're like, we're all so impressed. I mean, you can get a Tesla pre-owned for what you would get for, like, a nice car. Like, Teslas aren't out of reach. Yeah, we don't know that. Buying them brand new? We, yeah, I, you're going to pay 60 70 grand, but you can buy a pre-owned Tesla and not break the bank. I don't know, yeah. man. I think for most people, even a pre-owned would be like, whoa. Well, it's Tesla. It's a lot. You can buy a pre-owned Tesla for the same as you would buy a pre-owned BMW. Yeah, it's that sounds like a pretentious statement. <laughs> <laughs> I am who I am. <laughs> and listen to this. If you have any kind of traffic violations or accidents, you're going to see your premiums grow by more than half. Damn. More than half. Those with speeding tickets are going to average in their hike $2,194. And heaven forbid you have a DUI, you're looking at $3,281 extra. So you talk about you spend the 10K right away on getting the DUI, and now you're talking about an extra $3,281. Residual in, damage. Yeah. 
It's bad stuff. Damn. Yeah, so I guess you just got to start budgeting for all this stuff. Sorry to hit you with the uh, gloom and doom. But no. the good news is <laughs> you got the Mega Millions tonight. Woohoo! I got a good feeling. I'm just seeing the number 16 just dancing all over Ralston's shoulder. All right. It's just kind of running all over there. 16, huh? 16. I don't write that down. Mm-hmm. Or not. I don't think it's. I don't think I've picked that number right. I think last week it was. He, he went 17, 16, and 19. He loves the numbers in the team. <laughs> he loves them in their teens. Yeah, he he's different. gonna get to his favorite number thirteen soon. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, and it's been your pedo pick. Isn't that how how Brenda Lee was when she said Brenda Lee thirteen? She didn't rock around the Christmas tree, which you find her voice so hot. KVJ. We got an after the show podcast going to be coming up. KVJ is not done yet. Thirty minutes of digital bonus material you can watch on YouTube and Twitch. Just go and search for the KVJ show and check it out. You basically get to direct the conversations. What do you want to hear us talk about? Got any comments you want us to address deeper? You can send us an email, mail at kvjshow.com. We'll get into it. If you can't watch it live, it's also on both those platforms on demand, or you can get it anywhere you get your podcasts. Just go to your favorite podcast platform, whether it be Spotify, Apple, or the WRMF app. And you go on ahead and subscribe, and then there'll be a drop it in there as well. Been having a lot of conversations about uh, all the different podcasts that we do, and so we've been taking that up on the after the show as well. And while you're in the WRMF app getting our podcast, make sure you use the cruise code vacation. Enter that in. That will get you in there and could get you on board the Virgin Voyages out of the Port of Miami. Just one of the cruises we're giving away. All right, Bird, before we get to the after the show podcast, if you would... Wrap us up with your thoughts for Talk, the day. Talked a lot about compassion today. Yeah? Compassion? Yeah, compassion. Never heard of it. Well, let's get into it. If your compassion does not include yourself, it is incomplete. Oh, mm-hmm. kind yourself. Okay, I like that. The KDJ Show on 97.9 WRMF. From the Greenway Kia of West Palm Beach, KDJ Podcast Studios. It's the KDJ Show on 97.9 WRMF.